another week, another talking dirty. Ow. Oh, back in the studio. Ow. This week for you, we have over in the NBA, Harden and the Pate returns, as well as Ryan's Eastern Conference preview of the NBA. Yeah. Over in the NFL, we got the week six recap, your injuries, ton of injuries, headlines, segments, and your week seven pickums. And then breaking it over into pop culture, we break down the episodes that we have not discussed yet of Ahsoka, the new Loki season, I talk about Gen V, a little bit of Rick and Morty, Invincible, yada yada. And of course, your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsors? I don't remember how to do this. Ken's Brothers Painting, 412-867-5309. No, it's four. It's 412-784-1577. Ah, you knew it. I knew it. I was just playing coy. Yeah, okay. Um, call them if you need a paint job today. Also, Wild Golf Club's hosting the tenth uh, annual Holiday Bazaar on November nineteenth, and Ooh. that's the North Hills of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So come check it out. Help support small business. Guys, coming. What is it? You can eat. You can eat breakfast with them. When is it? November nineteenth. It's a Sunday. If it's not like snowing or some shit, maybe. It's during football. You can watch football at the bar. Mm. You can drink some mimosas. Support some local business. See, I don't like drinking on Sundays, though. Come on, man. It always sets me in a bad pace for Monday. You need some some, some desserts? That's that's fair. Have some dope breakfast. <clears throat> be sweet. All right. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, guy. Before we get into it, how are you doing, man? Um, haven't seen you in a few weeks. It has been a few weeks. No, only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you know, you you were doing like your wedding shit, you know. That's true. I, I did see. Yeah, you. yeah. You had to like be. I, I barely. Get the Chelsea said she didn't see you until you left. Oh yeah, Chelsea. I I didn't see guy until we took a picture went, together until like you were walking out. No, I I seen her whenever you're going around taking pictures too. Oh yeah. Yeah. But she said, like, I didn't talk to God. Yeah, but she was busy. You know, I didn't want to, like, bug you guys. And the first time I saw you, besides the picture thing, you had the flower in your hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I took the the rose from the uh, Voss on the table set and just put it in my hair. Nice. Mm -hmm. Dude, your wedding was good, though, man. It was a great wedding. Uh, The food was good. I enjoyed the cheese wheel. Uh, Yeah, that's very, very. Cheese wheel is great. Um, I got a lot of positive things from that. Yeah, I did love the food, honestly. Like, I, I went up for seconds. And the pizza at the end was great. I did have one bad interaction at your wedding, though. What? I don't know if I told you about this. No. So, we were eating pizza at our table. And I had, like, two slices of plain. And then I look across the table, and Gus's girl, Grace, Yeah. she had pepperoni. And I was like, oh, how's pepperoni? She takes a piece of pizza, chucks it across the table. I'm wearing a white shirt and a nice tie. And I dodge, and then I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. And then Joey, he's like, look at your tie, covered in pizza sauce. What'd I was you like, do? no, no. Did you smack that bitch? Dude, I was so mad at her. <laughs> I was like, every time I saw Gus the rest of the night, I was like, dude, I'm mad at your girl right now. <laughs> I'm just furious. What, is, what, what was Gus saying? <laughs> he, he just started laughing. He was like, yeah, you got pizza on you. <laughs> I 
So he's just rubbing it in. It's like, dude. You're like, I'm generally mad at your your fiance. Dude, it was like one of my favorite ties too. Grace is funny, but that's just wild. I was so mad. She wasted. Was, yeah, yeah, she probably wasted. I was so mad. If you want, at I her th- wedding. I threw it in the wash. Her, their and... wedding's in February. I'm invited. I'll throw it at her and her white oh, dress. You should. You should. This is for Guy. <laughs> yeah, Gus, I see if Gus laughs then. Oh, I, you didn't tell me about that. That's so funny. Yeah, dude. I went home and I washed the tie, which I know you're not supposed to wash ties, but I was like, I don't know what it else worked. to do. It worked, but the tie's kind of fucked up. If I would have... The tie's kind of fucked up, but if you, you know, I think if I just like let it rest for a while, if you like, told maybe me, it would be back to normal. If you would have told me, I would have yeah. given you the... In the moment fix. Yeah. It's club soda. Uh, supposed, I didn't think of that even. You're supposed to, you're supposed to get a, a glass of club soda. Just dump and it. And dap it. Like, d- d- dunk it into like uh, on a napkin mm-hmm. and just dap it. Okay. So okay. for future, anytime you yeah. get on your tie, use club soda. Yeah. I mean, the little bit that was on my shirt came off. Mm-hmm. There's a little like grease stain, but you can barely notice it. Um, and then the tie is kind of like fucked, but. That's just wild. Dude. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's- dude, and then like, what was it? Webb. So Webb, it was like, dude, North Park Lounge would go there after the, the reception. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So it was like me, Webb, his girl, uh, Keegan and Geo, and Shima. Or no, not Shima. Remy and his girl. Okay. And we went to North Park Lounge and I was like, all right, you know, let's get some shots. They, they, like, did not want to do shots at all. They were, like, hammered. Damn. And I was like, dude, what do we come here for? Why do we go to the bar? Yeah, why do we go to the bar? So I ended up, like, spending, like, $100 on, like, three rounds of shots. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was a good night, though. I enjoyed it. I was super hungover the next day. Ugh. Right, my mother-in-law yeah. texted me 20 minutes ago. Hello, son-in-law. I'm asking to save your soul. With your wife working 12 hours today. A long drive home. Will there be any dinner for her? Any for her when she gets home? <laughs> I, I really, I really want to reply, bitch. It's been done for like an hour, but I'm not. I just said yes. I already made it. It's gonna leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> of course, I have dinner for my wife. You don't have to remind me. Oh man, but how you doing? How's how's uh how's married life? Good, dude. I'm yeah. so used to wearing a ring. It sucks. Not yeah. it doesn't suck. I'm getting used <laughs> to it watch though. I know. So, <laughs> so we went, obviously went on the honeymoon. I, I posted a couple videos from the honeymoon. Yeah, dude, the monkeys were sick. The monkeys were sick, dude. Uh, but it's funny because that excursion, mm-hmm. I, I didn't bring this gold ring to to the island because I was like, what if I lose it in the ocean? So I left it here. Like Chris Humphreys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I bought a bunch of silicone rings. Uh, okay. Which I always thought was so dumb and tacky. And then, like, mm-hmm. since I paid $1,000 for a ring, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is practical and whatever. Yeah. So now I'm all in team silicone ring. Okay. But I, I I was wearing them all vacation. And the one excursion I forgot to wear it was the monkeys. Uh, and Chelsea, like, she, like, brought it up multiple times throughout the week. <laughs> She's like, what, you're trying to hit on this monkeys or something? Are you trying to not say you're married? Then, like, one day I like, put my ring on. It's like, oh, you remember your ring now? I'm like, yeah. Okay, I, she was just joking with me, but I was just like, yeah, right. yeah, 100%. Uh, but yeah, no, the uh, wedding was awesome. I think everyone had a good time. I, no, I heard nothing but good things between my friends, family, and the Wildwood staff. That's good. They, That's they good. said no one did anything like crazy. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everything was great. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was happy. I tipped everyone out, and they're happy. A couple people thanked me for tipping them. Nice. Like, I don't know like why you wouldn't, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, everything was great with the wedding. And then the honeymoon was perfect. Nice. Yeah, went to Dominican Republic. 
uh, the one night I got really, really drunk. Yeah. On the resort because okay. all day, every day, I was drinking daiquiris, and I were I, my big drink of the trip was Miami Vice, which is a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri mix. Okay. Um, I never thought I'd like pina coladas or anything like that, so I never got it, and mm. then I just got the one on this trip. I was like, dude, in Rome. very yeah. underrated. And then I drink a pina, like now I'm into pina coladas, but uh, I was like, I'm I'm gonna drink it. Um, but I realized I drank like maybe 12 of them during the day and I was never like fucked up. Yeah. Then I'd get cocktails with dinner. And I'm like, I'm buzz. I'm not fucked up. And then the one day I decided, well, I'm gonna drink beer the entire night. And then I for dinner, I had a glass of wine and went to the little bar, like the nightclub after mm. I kept drinking beer, I took a shot of tequila and I was wasted. I was like, I only drank like seven, eight <laughs> beers. Like, why am I this <laughs> fucked up? And I realized because all week. The cocktails that make me are super weak. Because uh, it's all, all inclusive, so like you can drink as much as you want. Yeah. So it's like they don't they put like a half a shot in each cocktail. Yeah, that's true. Then when it came to the beers and wine, you can't put you a little bit of like you get what there. you get mm-hmm. with the beers and wine. So like as long as it gave me more drunk than a liquor drink would. Yeah. So I just wasted the one night. And I woke up <laughs> the next morning hungover. I was like, this sucks. Just hung over in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, just hung over like a 90 degree weather. Yeah. Yeah, that would stink. Like, I just dove in the pool multiple times to try to, like, get mm-hmm. sober it. up. Yeah. And then, then it was like the, one of the last days, and Chelsea wanted to do a, uh, it's called bachata. Some okay. kind of like salsa dance, like dance lessons on the beach. Oh, and okay. I And I was like, I'll do whatever you want. And I was walking there looking Correct miserable, answer. sweating my ass. I was just walking to get to the beach. Then we got to the beach, we couldn't find him. And Chelsea immediately turned around and was like, Actually, I don't want to do this anymore. It's so hot. And walked out. And I, literally said, I literally said, as soon as we got back to the pool, I looked at I was like, thank God I didn't say anything because I was going to do it because you wanted to do it. But there's no way in hell I was going to be able to do it. <laughs> I would have fell right over and died. I would have been dead in the I would have collapsed from a yeah. heat stroke. <laughs> I would not have made it back to the States. Like, thank God oh, for man. that. But yeah, it's fun. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. Yeah, definitely. Let's see if the mother-in-law answered me saying, I already made it. No. She's probably an all lost. She's probably words. like, what a shithead giving me sass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like her, but she's a lot sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, the in laws. Mother in laws, am I right? Mm hmm. But, all right. Do you have anything else you want to mention off the top? Nah, that's about it. All right. Well, then let's get into uh, some NBA. Yeah. NBA's back. Um,. I was gonna text from Chelsea saying, "Can you feed Charlie?" I already there's, did. There's food already in the bowl still. <laughs> so if you insert the plug, can you feed Charlie? Charlie's fed. Um, he had his little zoomy kick. Now he's sleeping. I'll, I'll just start doing it. If I need to pause it, I'll pause it. No, you got it. Yeah. And I'm leaving all this in. Peek behind the curtain, married life for the listeners. Uh, all right, NBA. So preseason's full swing. Yeah. Uh, the NBA season actually starts on Tuesday. So it's almost NBA season time. It's almost the best time in sports. Yeah. Playoff yeah, baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, hockey, and football. Yeah, it's like this in uh, March. Yes. I mean, March is missing football, but yeah, March Madness is awesome. Mm-hmm. But you have like deep playoffs of... Not playoffs, but like you have the, the lead up to playoffs yeah, for hockey. Yeah, playoffs for hockey and basketball. You, you, you have a couple weeks left for basketball and hockey. It's like mm-hmm. the that's the times where people start clinching and fighting yeah. for the last spots. Um, the load management. I also love. I also love June. The yeah. 
when baseball's back, uh, and it's like the championships of both of those. It's the championships, ones, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, um, NBA. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling my notes back up. <laughs> so we're in preseason. NBA starting right on the corner, like I said. Um, some quick headlines, and then we're gonna do the my Eastern Conference preview. So in the past, I did all of them together, mm-hmm. um, but I just spent the last week in on the beach, mm-hmm. so I, I, I didn't have any time to do it. So I'm splitting up this year. That's fair. That's so fair. the Western Conference preview will be a couple of days after the season starts. Okay. So if you're mad about that and you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> all the Western fans listening are like, dude, dude, what the fuck, dude, what the hell, dude, why did you get married, dude? What the hell, man? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, but, uh, there's only a few headlines I wanted to touch on before that. First of all, preseason, I mentioned, Wabanyama looks good. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the talk and the looks. And there's the one play where I might even be in concede, honestly. He was a two-on-one on the fast break. Mm-hmm. And he stopped the fast break, and they kicked it to the corner to just get the three, and he defended that as well. Yeah. The man defends the paint and the three at the same exact time. Let's see it in regular regular season. If he though. doesn't, if he doesn't get hurt, he's gonna be insane. Insane. We'll see. We'll see. And actually, on Fanduel, I did get a, uh, um, I did hit a, a odd boost prop bet on uh, him to win rookie of the year. Really? Yeah, I put like fifty bucks on him to win the rookie of the year. All right. Um, that remind me, I have to put a bet in. Um, <laughs> I should this before, but talking about uh, odd boosters, remind me there's an odd boost for the game tonight. I wanted to hit. Uh, all right, next, the league yeah. is considering going back to the East versus West All Star Game uh, format. Oh. I I like it. I want. It. I do too. I'm for it's it. just like, ugh. please come go back. Yeah, yeah. Just finalize on the decision. The only time I like the way they did it is in 2K when I'm my player. Mm-hmm. If you're good enough, you get to be one of the captains. You get to pick your team. It's That's sweet. that is cool. Yeah, but in real life, I'm like I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, just do the East versus West. Do the same old school uniforms. Like the red, they red don't even blue. really pick like who the best ones are. They just kind of pick who their buddies with. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then in 2K, anytime you pick someone, didn't pick someone, they'd be like, "What the hell, bro? I thought you were cool." <laughs> it's like, bro, I picked you last year. Like, what's, what's, the, what's the hell, Kawhi? Like, leave me alone, man. Yeah, like, Kawhi just hates you now in 2K or yeah. something. It's always the same thing, too. They say something like, I always defend you when people call you stupid. <laughs> and then you then you reply. The only reply you can say is, what, people call me stupid? And they reply with, like, an emoji. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, what is 2K doing? Yeah. And, and like, every single uh, year you do an all-star pick. Because I, when I play my, my career, I've, I do multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. And every season's the same. One person you don't pick does that. Okay. It's weird. It's weird. Um, all right. Next. Kevin Porter Jr. update. Yeah. So, <laughs> first of all, all this drama with him. I mean, first of all, he's just come back to general. But everything was about how he beat this his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then apparently the girl, uh, I'm not going to try to say her name, uh, came out and said, he didn't hit me. He never balled up his fist and hit me. He definitely didn't punch me in the face numerous times. That's a lie. I don't have any injuries that support that. So she's coming out saying this never happened. Okay. And if you look through all the comments, it's just like gifts of people hating someone money. Yeah. And I was also thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Hey, listen, like could be possible. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some money. 
because if that's I get called, this my for. career's over. Yeah. So like, I'll get more money and I will take care of you if mm-hmm. you do whatever. Because um, he's a scumbag. I definitely think he'd be here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, but Charlie, what are you doing? You gonna say something, Charlie? Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna pretend there's not here. He's 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 not here. No, he's, he literally <laughs> went so, so still. Um, but anyway, more stuff with Kevin Porter Jr. He did get traded from the Rockets to the Thunder. Um, the Thunder also took on a seventh round pick, not seventh round, a second round pick. Okay, maybe a couple, or maybe yeah. a swap. And the Thunder are waving him. Yes, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> like, what do you tell him? Yeah. Hey, you're getting traded to the uh, Thunder. So I'm gonna be playing for the Thunder. No, actually, <laughs> they're they're waving you. They just need a tax break. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think the Thunder are getting a couple like late round picks mm-hmm. from the Rockets for taking on Kevin Porter. That gives them like what, like 19 second round picks or something. I saw and like I'm crazy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like 15 first round picks for the next like five years. Yeah, I don't know, it's crazy. The Thunder are gonna be so sick. Yeah, the Thunder are already kind I, of sick. Well, I'm I'm not really in on the Thunder until they actually. S- cash out on these picks they just keep like delaying it <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean with sga they got him from trading paul george mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. got first round picks and sga yeah they got yeah. their best player and first round picks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh for a guy who hasn't really played as well since he got traded yeah because injuries and yeah we'll, we'll get into the western conference next week because i i have I already started eyeing up the West, and I think I, have, I might put the Thunder pretty high. I, I hope so. I think I'm going to put the they Thunder do in the need playoff to, like, lock. They need to cash out on all this like movement they're building. Up yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, they, they have so many good young players, and mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be a playoff lock in that West. Uh, uh, speaking of the Clippers, kind of. We are talking about the Clippers before. Uh, James Harden. Harden in the paint. It's back. <laughs> I go hard in the motherfucking paint. Harden. Harden. Um, yeah, so... Harden this week sat out of all uh, Sixers practices. <laughs> so season's about to start. He's just not going to any practices. And apparently the Clippers rumors are back on the table. Wow. So he's most likely going to get traded to the Clippers here in a week or so. I liked him going to the, th- to the Rockets again, though. I, that would been so much better. That was my favorite. Him, Freddie, <laughs> Freddie, him, Freddie V. Um, they all those young guys with just like, like tail between green his legs, just like who's who's the guy they just got? <laughs> who's the guy they just got? Finally, um, the one of the twins. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, Amen. Thompson. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah, Amen. That's so funny. Um, that Sagan guy. That, that's a good team. Mm-hmm. No, it'd be a good team. It's you throw hard in there. It's just they're, funny to me because like he'd be going fifth. tail between his legs. Like I'm back. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> He's missed the strip clubs. <laughs> Um, Did you win anything? No. 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 Bounces around between the Nets and the Sixers, and I'm back. Fat again. <laughs> um, but that's actually all I had, just because there's, besides preseason like stats and stuff, yeah, there's not really big headlines yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll pick up. Yeah. Just preseason's dope. Go to watch preseason. It's a good little preview. It's a good little uh, get your uh, get your fixing now. Um, but all right. Eastern Conference preview. Yeah. So for those who are new time listeners, every year I do a preview. I s- separate each all the teams into four categories. Contenders, people I think are going to be one, two seeds, people who are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, people who might even win the East. P- playoff locks, teams that could make a run, 
and get to the East Conference Finals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they're for sure going to be the two to six seeded range. Then you yeah. got the bubble teams, who are the teams who are most likely going to be in the playing games, mm-hmm. and we're just out of the playing games. Like the last week, they're going yeah, for like it. Yeah, seven to eleven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven to eleven. And then the teams that I have zero chance to even make the playing game. <laughs> In my opinion, the worst teams in the conference. Gotcha. gotcha. So, starting it off with contenders, I have two two teams in contenders. Okay. I have the Boston Celtics. All right. And the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, the Boston Celtics, actually, both these teams, they were already going to be in the contender category, and then they both just made, like, great offseason moves. Mm-hmm. So, the Celtics, obviously, they're an amazing team with Jay. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown built around them, um, but they were able to trade for Drew Holiday. They've kind of had an instability in the point guard uh, position for the last few years. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it, you got Isaiah Thomas, you got Kyrie Irving, you got Marcus Smart, you got mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, you got Terry Rozier. Like they've been running through point guards, and none of them worked out really. Mm-hmm. So getting a stable veteran point guard, Drew Holiday, who I think could work on the Celtics, and they need him def- definitely defensively after giving up Mark Smart. Yeah. Um, I think that will – I think it's going to be great for them. Yeah, it'll probably work out, unfortunately. I think, I think it's going to work out for him. Them. Yeah. And then on top of that, too, I know he has some health issues with his feet right now, but Christoph Porzingis, they have him, too. And mm. I think he's gonna, his skill set works perfectly with what the Celtics need. Yeah, because he doesn't not, need to be anything special. He's not going to be the unicorn that mm-hmm. he was in the Knicks or anything like that, but he's a very good player still, and he's going to – Fit, fill his role perfectly. Yeah, he just needs to be like seventy five percent of what he was with the Mavericks. Yeah, and even and then, like fine. he can still just be how he is, and he'll be perfect for, mm-hmm. for that team. Which sucks, six. They're my least favorite team, but I think they're going to win the title this year. Really? Yeah. Like if if, if I had the West on here and I had to do my whole predictions, mm-hmm. I'm giving the Celtics a championship. Mm. It sucks, but I might I, give it to the other team. We'll, we'll get the other team right now, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, like as I said before, too, like I already had them as contending, yeah, before all these moves, but they added Damian Lillard. I mean, <laughs> they literally went from Drew Holiday to Damian Lillard, which Drew Holiday I, is a great player, I, mm. I like him, but Damian Lillard's Damian Lillard, he's a generational talent, and you're putting him with Giannis and Middleton when he's there, and Brooke Lopez, like, yeah, they kept the core of their team. That's a sweet, that's a sweet lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, my biggest question mark with the Bucks. Is they have a first year coach in Adrian Griffin. Mm-hmm. He, Adrian Griffin was assistant for many different teams around the league, so like he's seen how different organizations work. So that's a person you want to have as a head coach. Like you don't want to hire a guy who never was a coach before, like a Steve Nash or something like that. You want to yeah. hire a guy who he was a player in the league, so he gets to see he knows what it's like from the pl- uh, player standpoint. And then he's been on. I think he was a coach for the Raptors before this, but he was on. He's a coach for a few other teams. I told my head I can't remember. Like maybe three or four. So, like, you see how different organizations are in. You kind of get pick up this from this coach, this from this coach, this from this coach. I think I think he's going to be a good first-year head coach, but still a big question mark with first-year head coaches, regardless. Yeah, this is a better situation, though, than most. Yes. I mean, I if, if I'm looking for uh, a like higher head coach, I'm looking for a resume like this guy has. Yeah, for this, sure. this team alone can, you know, get him Coach there. himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I think these two easily are the top two teams in the East. Yeah, Without a doubt. With the Celtics, I worry more about the depth. I think. Yeah, I mean they still got um, Derek White, mm-hmm. and they also still have because they gave up Grant Williams, right? And Malcolm Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon. 
right? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. Marcus and Time Lord. Yeah, like that's tough. That is tough. That's definitely tough. Um, Peyton Pritchard, dude. Like I think I think they'll be like a one seed, but maybe like late playoffs, losing a series to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. So their starting line right now is Drew Holiday, Derek White, Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum and Porzingis off the bench. They have uh, Peyton Pritchard, uh, Al Horford, Luke Cornett, who got some minutes last year. Sam Hauser got some minutes last year. But yeah, they don't really don't have much depth. They got rid of all their depth to get Drew Holiday. And exactly, and like, and like that that can be good for the regular season, but. I feel like we've seen time and time before where the playoffs have a problem. You need, you need, you need but they can always add at the trade deadline and they'll be okay. Which they probably will. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's yeah, as long it. as they can capitalize at the trade deadline, they, yeah. they should be all right. And the Bucks, they oh, this is weird. They kind of kept their bench. Yeah, but I looked at their uh, – and I'm looking at their depth chart. And there's, like, nobody listed right now because I think people are just – like Middleton's on here, but he's on the team. Mm-hmm. They have campaign. They got Jay Crowder. They got Bobby Porter. They got Robin Lopez still. They yeah. got Pat Connington still. Mm-hmm. They lost uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, which, you know, that's okay. Which I believe he is in the Knicks now? Yeah, I think. I think you guys got him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think these two are the two best teams in the East for sure. In the West, I mean, who I, I can't see them playing another team that's not the Nuggets. Really, or the, the Suns. Suns? Yeah, yeah. but I, I think that's gonna fall off. I think Th- those, this I is the work. year that it could happen for them, for the Suns. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I need to see them play games before I'm sold on. Yeah, that. but like last year was like their struggles. I mm-hmm. feel, and this year they'll, you know, it, barring injuries, they should be okay. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. they also have a new head coach. Yeah, yeah, Frank but Vogel. That's, Oh, that's different then. The Lakers, the Lakers I hate Frank funny. Vogel. Yeah, and they got rid of Monty Williams, who's an amazing coach. Which is for crazy. Frank, crazy for Frank crazy. Vogel. That's crazy. Um, all right, we'll talk about the West next week. Playoff locks. I have four teams here. Yeah, so I guess it's the six seeds here. Um, I'll start with the obvious one. Who? Well, the Heat. The, heat. Yeah. I mean, the, the obvious team I'm putting in the playoff lock is the Heat. Mm-hmm. Reigning Eastern Conference champs barely touched their roster this holiday season. We lost Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, but we added a rookie who I think is going to actually be pretty good at, like early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkes. Yeah, that, that, um, yeah. That's one of the guys that we they, that they wanted for Dame, and we were like, I don't know about that, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think the team really, really likes him. Um, and two underrated moves we made this year, this offseason, is bringing Josh Richardson back. Where he was amazing for us because he was he was kind of our best player in the white side era. Besides white side, like the teams right after the big three, mm-hmm. like he was yeah. always pretty solid for us. Struggled other teams, but I think Spolster just knows how to use him. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think he's going to be good depth for the kind of like position. Brad Stevens and Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, you know, like you go somewhere else, you're not going to be as good because this guy knows you and how to use you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's going to be. Pretty solid for us. I think he's starting at the wing right now. Um, he might the whole season. I'm fine with that. But uh, yeah, I, I I like bringing him back. And then we added depth to the center position, which I've always said we need a better backup center than we had. Not Cody Zeller, not Dwayne Dedman. But we went and got out and got uh, Thomas Bryant, who's a who's a pretty young guy. He's on the Lakers and the Nuggets last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was in the Wizards year before it. Like he's 
a really solid uh, backup center. So yeah. I think that's two decent moves for us. Um, but other than that, we kept our core together. With um, we didn't go for Brad, we didn't go for Dame because they just wanted too much. Our team's confident. Tyler Hero, so we have Tyler Hero, Jimmy and Bam's our core. Kyle Lowry's still there. Kevin Love's still there. Caleb Martin's still there. Mm-hmm. So we basically have the same team minus Gabe Vincent and Max Duncan Robson's still there. Emo Jimmy, an emo Jimmy dude. He's he's all sad <laughs> not getting Dame. He's gonna come out <laughs> fucking killing it. Um, and I it wouldn't put me past the Heat to be in some trade deadline rumors, but oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're playing. I, th- I think they're just playing for free agency shit. They don't have to give up people. I think they'd rather go free agency than trading. Oh, 100%. Because all these trades, like, we were we were part of the Bradley Beal trade. We were part of the Dame trade. We were part of trading for Kyrie and KD when they're Donovan out. Mitchell. And we never, yeah. Donovan Mitchell. We never went for the trades. Mm-hmm. I think they're just waiting for some of these guys to become free agencies. And like, yeah. hey, we didn't trade Which for you. smart, honestly. Yeah, we didn't trade for you because we want to keep our young guys here. Mm-hmm. So we'll go and get like the way the leagues go, and these players will just request to leave at some point, and then they'll either like go into the free agency or they'll you know get a trade somewhere they want to go yeah. to. Uh, Kevin Love, the Cavs are trying to trade Kevin Love. We were interested. We did not trade for them. The Cavs finally said, "Fine, we're buying you out." We went out and got Kevin Love. Yeah, like like yeah. like we, they. I I just think our mm. front office would rather do free agency. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy Butler, we got through free agency. Kyle Lowry, we got through free agency. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's just how we want to do it. Um. All right, the next Eastern Conference playoff lock, the first two teams actually put on this list, I put them as playoff locks, is the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, James Harden drama has been surrounding the Sixers all offseason. Good news is I think it'll be over soon with the rumors of the, the Clippers coming back up. Um, with that being said, like the Sixers are probably going to get some role players out of, out of which that is what they trade, need, which is exactly what they need. Um, but I just think even without Harden, the Sixers are like a lock for playoffs behind Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. Yeah. I think that's a good duo as long as they both can stay healthy with Joel Embiid as issues staying healthy. But when he stays healthy, he's really, really good. And when Mm. Tyrese Maxey was hurt a lot last year, but he's healthy, he was really, really good. Could they, is John Wall still on the Clippers? Uh, no. I was going to say that might be a decent pickup. I don't think he's on a team. Like that might be a decent like move. I, I think trade. he's like done done soon. Um, that makes sense though. Um, he's only it says he's on the Clippers last, but I think the Clippers. I remember at the uh, the de- like deadline they trade him back to the Houston. Remember? Uh, yeah, you might be. Right. Did he end up back in Houston? Mm-hmm. And it's on list as Houston. I think he got bought out. I think he's just a free agent who didn't retire yet. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what what a what a Derrick Rose and John Wall two big what ifs. Yeah, I mean, obviously more so Derrick Rose, but... Because he won an MVP, but yeah. Mm-hmm. John Wall would have been... I mean, John Wall was a top point guard in the league when he was healthy. Oh, yeah, he was an all-star elite player. He, that, Him and Bradley Beal were arguably the best backcourt in the league besides Stephen Clay. Mm-hmm. It was Stephen Clay, then easily John Wall and Bradley Beal. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, so, so so I think Joel and B and Tyrese are going to be okay. Um as you mentioned, they don't really have much depth. I think they'll get someone from Harden trade, but regardless, I still think they're going to be at best second round exits, like they have been. <laughs> they're not making it past the second round. They never will. They do what they can. Joel and Beetle will never make it past the second round in a Philadelphia 76ers uniform. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he won't make it past the second round until he gets traded. Um. All right, the next team I have in the playoff lock, Cleveland Cavaliers. 
Mm-hmm. Cavs suffered a disappointing first round bounce by the Knicks last season, but the season as a whole was great for the fans. Donovan Mitchell was had a killer year, putting up seventy plus at one game. Uh, younger guys like Garland and Mobley really took a step in the right direction. And they have some great depth: Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Max Strus, George Niang, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think they will be a middle of the pack playoff team once again this year. All right. Any any argument there? Nah, nah, it makes sense. Aren't the uh, aren't the Cavs like considering rebuilding too? Uh, like the, I I think I saw that like that they were thinking about just like I think this Donovan Mitchell not re- not signed the extension shit. Yeah, like getting a little okay. weary of it because they did trade a lot for Donovan Mitchell. So mm-hmm. if if they're gonna have to get rid of him, then maybe yeah, they kind of have to at that point. Yeah. I mean, they they don't have the team to compare to the other all the other four teams we named so far. Mm-hmm. I th- I take them in a series over the Cavs. I take the yeah. Heat over them. I take the Sixers over them. I take the Bucks and the Celtics. Over I would the agree. Cavs. I would agree. So like, I mean, when you ha- when you're in the middle of the road like that, and you're like trapped in the middle of the road, what can you really do? No one's picking Cleveland as a destination. Mm-hmm. You just got to get like trade and get lucky for getting that generational talent, like LeBron, to have people come around. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, good for Bronny Jr. Yeah. And then have the return LeBron, of LeBron. <laughs> LeBron come back and bring a couple of his boys with him. You're back, baby. Get Frank Vogel. Get Once Frank he gets Vogel. fired from the side. Ty <laughs> Make him an assistant. Um, and the last team I have a playoff lock. The New York Knicks. Okay. Uh, the Knicks had a fun playoff run last year. Brunson's a dog. Uh, the addition of Josh Hart at the deadline proved to be great for the for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. RJ really took a step in the right direction. And oh, the, even though Knicks fans say he's trash and he sucks, whatever, Julius St. Randall had a solid season. He, he he was an injured player in the playoffs and underperformed while he was like playing hurt. But all season, he had a solid season. It's just like... I mean, so he yes, he had a good season, but like based off his, like, Trajectory, it should have been a lot better. The season or the playoffs? Because I think like Knicks fans are just hung up on what happened in the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs mainly. Yeah, and he's hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all I'm saying is they have a really good trio with uh, three I just named, and they have really, really good depth. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think that they would beat any of the teams we mentioned before in a playoff series. Probably the Cavs, yes. Yeah, Cavs would Maybe be the, only the Sixers. One. Sixers on a good day. Yeah, Sixers a good day. Um, but I mean, like, let's, I'm pulling up their depth real quick. I, I see him going six with the Sixers. And win or lose. And lose. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll, they'll give him a battle. Yeah. So, depth chart wise, you got, you got Dante DiFincenzo, which I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. You have Mitch Robinson as of now. I think I read that they're going to try to trade him. And if they try, if they trade Mitch Robinson, you'll probably get, hopefully, a role player, mm-hmm. and then Some, like a second like round a shooter, pick, like yeah. a second round pick or something like that, because mm-hmm. um, he is injured and stuff. But yeah, I mean, Hartenstein was solid in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Quentin Grimes, Manuel Quickly was great last year. I don't know, man. You just have some some decent players. I don't know who Miles McBride is or Jericho Sims, but still. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for the for this part, I think I think you're gonna be six or seven seed. Yeah, I can seven see, seed I, winning the play. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. But right, that's my playoff locks. So the Heat, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks playoff locks. 
Um, next, bubble teams. So I got one, two, three, four, five bubble teams. Okay. So this is seven to 12, essentially. Um, so not all these teams are going to be in the playing tournament, obviously, but I think it's going to come down to these ones, to yeah. these teams fighting for it. Off the top, Pacers. And I honestly, I almost put them in the playoff lock. Uh, but the truth is, I think they'll probably be around the 7 9 range. East is tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the East is very, very tough because even these teams, I think, are like would be playoff locks in the West mm-hmm. right now. Um, Halliburton was a beast last year. He's going to probably continue that this year. Um, they had great talent in the second year guy, Benedict um, Matherin, which I don't know if you really know who that is, but he averaged like 16 points last year for them. Oh damn! Yeah, he's a second-year guy. He's only uh, he's yeah he was a rookie last year. I think he's gonna be very very solid. Um, they'll most likely trade Buddy Hield and Miles Turner this year at some point mm-hmm. for y- other young guys or picks. But I don't know. I think with the uh, with the way they played last year, especially during the beginning of the season, remember like they're like the one seed for a while. Yeah, they they came off the gate. It was like, weird, killing it. Yeah, and then then I think Halliburton went down. They really fell off. But they can stay somewhat healthy. I can definitely see them. Uh, in the playing game and most likely winning a playing game. Okay. And making it to the actual eight team bracket. All right. Um also yeah, also I forgot to mention this offseason they went out and got Obi Top and, and Bruce Brown, which are two great role playing additions to that mm-hmm. team. So yeah, I think it's great. Um next, the Hawks. I think Fuck. the Hawks continue to be uh, the uh the Hawks continue to be a bubble team this year. They've been a bubble team for the last like three years of my things. Um I, they didn't really make any offseason improvements. If anything, they got rid of John Collins. Uh, Trey, Trey Young is a lollipop. Dirty lollipop. Deontay Murray fights kids in, like, charity basketball games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who was that? Was, one that? was it Paolo? I think it was Paolo Bancaro. When he Before he made the league, like, he was, like, in a Seattle Pro-Am basketball game against yeah. Deontay, and he was just, like, talking shit the entire time. I'm like a mm-hmm. psycho. Um, I don't know. I, as you can tell, I do not like the Hawks. Yeah, fuck the Hawks. Trey Young's good. <laughs> I hate the Hawks, dude. I hate them. I mean, DeAndre Hunter's good. Bogdanovich is good. Clinton Capel is good. But, like, it's just I hate the Hawks. Uh, but they're definitely going to be a bubble team. They'll probably win the playing game and be the eighth seed. Um, next, the Raptors. They don't have a, ba- they don't have a bad young core, but losing uh, Freddie V is going to be tough for them. Scotty Burns is legit, and we'll see. The newly drafted Grady Dick is going to do anything. Um, yeah, I also Drake's think, big on him. He's huge <laughs> on him. I also think uh, C. Ockham needs traded. Dude, Drake loves Dick, dude. <laughs> I, he, he does. <laughs> Wasn't he like on a music video for his like son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His son had a music video, and it, and it was just him chilling with Grady Dick. It's so funny. Do you know Grady Dick heard like, oh, yeah, Drake wants you in a video. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. And it's just like Adonis's video. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, ah, shit. Oh, oh Charlie. See, Charlie is here. We were never lying about the dog. Chelsea's back, so Charlie's <laughs> Uh All right, next. I ha- Oh, yeah, the Raptors, though, I think. I think Pascal Siakam, uh, he's not going to further this team anymore, so I think you trade him to try to rebuild Pascal. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Trade Siakam. You can get a first-rounder out of Siakam. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't moved Siakam at this point. Yeah. If you get one first-rounder out of Siakam and maybe, mm-hmm. like, a veteran guy. Yeah. Like what if what if the Heat – he trades Siakam to the Heat for, like, a first-round Duncan Robinson? <laughs> what if you trade him to the Knicks? Yeah, for <laughs> a first-round and, like, Emmanuel quickly. And Josh Hart. You know, they wouldn't trade Josh Hart. <laughs> Jalen Brunson would not allow that. They're boys. Yeah, like, I think both of those, like – 
deals make sense for the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, two more. I have the Nets. After the, after the big uh, three collapsed, uh, I thought the Nets would be completely irrelevant, but they got some good pieces like Mikel Bridges and Camp Johnson back in those trades. Also, they have Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they'll be a frisky for sure. I don't think they're going to be a lock for the playoffs by any means, uh, but I do think it's, it's all dependent on how Ben Simmons plays. The uh, Jock Vaughn's pretty big on high on Ben Simmons. Uh, the preseason game the other day, he played 20 minutes, had two points, went 0 for 4. But he did have like, eight boards and like seven assists. We are, we are at that point where we've seen the off-season, off-season workout videos of Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's at the YMCA at 3 p.m. hitting threes. And people are like, ah, looks like he's healing look up. Look out. Here we go. Look out for him. But yeah, then, look out for Ben. And then preseason, he gets and then he gets hurt at four. some point. Yeah. Over four in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to be frisky. I think they're going to be a team that will probably lose in the playing game, but they'll be like a team that whenever you need a win, like the Heat need a win like late in March, I don't want to be playing the Nets. Yeah, okay. And then finally, the Bulls. They're probably the best team I have in this category. Injuries have been the biggest factor for this team with Vucevic, Drews, and Levine. Um, that's why they haven't really worked out yet. Obviously, with Alonzo Ball not playing like in years. Uh, and unfortunately, I think that's going to be the case this year. I could see the deadline around the deadline, the Bulls being in the position to be sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like they have a good team, and if I didn't think they're going to be like hurt all the time, I would probably put them in the playoff lock. Yeah, Lonzo Ball really kind of put a kink in their gear. Mm-hmm. Out of the playoff locks, I think the Bulls are most likely going to be out of all the teams I've listed. They're most likely going to be the seventh seed, mm-hmm. but they need to stay healthy. Yeah. If DeRozan's out for a long period of time, Levine and Vucevic aren't, ain't doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have him in the bubble for now, but we'll see. And finally, not a chance. I have the Wizards. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma's their best player. <laughs> Did you see his haircut? No. I'm oh, God, it's cringe. <laughs> it's I cringe. Look this up. I need to look this up. Yeah. I'm going to search on Twitter. I'm sure it's going to pop up. <laughs> I go everywhere if I need a quick, like, uh, did you see that now? Mm-hmm. Oh, what is that? Is that a, a, like a kiss? Yeah. He bleached his hair and he has a kiss mark on his head. What? Grandma's kisses. What in the hell? Yeah, Kendall, Kendall gave him a smooch before he left. That's so, stu- that's so cringe. <laughs> that's awful. Um, Yeah, no Beal, no chance. His barber fucked up his hair and just gave him a smooch on the head. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? These on-chance teams, I didn't even look up their depth chart. I don't even know who they have, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I know they have Kuzma. I know they got Jordan Poole. Tyus Jones, oh, yeah, they did Jordan get Jordan Poole. Poole. Depressed-ass Jordan Poole. <laughs> Someone I don't know, Kuzma, and their bench is Taj Gibson, <laughs> Danilo Gallinari. Taj Gibson's still in the league? Yeah, dude, he's old. Oh, he my Lord. He has to be 35, at least. He's giving LeBron a run for his money. He's 38, dude. He is LeBron's <laughs> age. How's Taj Gibson still in the league, dude? That's crazy. I, yeah, that's a guy I thought retired years ago. Um, next, I have the Magic. I have, and I have zero comment about it. Paolo. Paolo's I, – I think the Magic always have, like, good players. If you give them another team. They'll probably like start. Aaron Gordon or, like, Vucevic. Yeah. They're amazing. But, like, when they're all together on the Magic, it just doesn't work, like – They'll probably start five and zero, and we'll be like, "What's going on?" And then they'll go like five and eighty and five and seventy-five. Yeah. So their depth chart now is Marco Fultz, Jalen Suggs, uh, Franz Wagner, Paolo Banquero, and Wendell Carter Jr. 
all solid guys. Mm-hmm. They ain't mm-hmm. doing shit, though. I mean, Jonathan Isaac's off the bench. He's been hurt so much the last couple of years, and I've always been big on him. I talk about him on the pod all the time. And then uh, Joe Ingles. Gotcha. Like, old-ass Joe Ingles, who should also be retired. Um, next, I have the Pistons. Oh, God. <laughs> they have so many good young guys, but they're just not ready. Yeah. They're just yeah. not ready yet. And then finally, the Hornets. Yeah, the Hornets. LaMelo Ball, that's it. Yeah. Is Gordon Hayward still there? Yeah, but who? he's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been the same since that injury. No, he has not. It sucks. I, I liked him. I mean, Me I, 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 was, I mean I was a part-time jazz, I'm a part-time jazz fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was awesome on the jazz. Yeah. He's on the jazz team I started liking for the mm-hmm. first time. With his shaggy-ass hair. Yeah. Oh, get close, get close, get close. Yes. I need Travis ATN touchdown. Nice, nice. And they put him on the two-yard line. It's perfect. But, all right, that's my preview. Do you have any hardcore disagreements? Um, Honestly, no. That's kind of dead on. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty dead on. I mean, you know, it, it always shakes out differently, injuries and shit. But, yeah, well, I, I'm sure. I, I think, like, you know, it's one of those things I'm not going to blame you if something happens and you're wrong. This is how it should go. This is how it should go. Yes, correct. Yes. The West, I think, is going to be tougher. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah, because everybody's kind of in the same. Because outside of that, there you go. go. Check. Uh, outside of those top teams in the West, it's it's literally anyone's game. Yeah, the Thunder could be the four seed or the ten seed. I have no idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right, let's talk about for NBA then. All right, let's kick it over to the NFL. You. Talking dirty. All right, NFL. Yeah, you're right. We had a long hiatus of a couple of weeks there with no NFL discussions. How did we do? So we did pretty good together the second week, uh, week five. I I didn't bring those uh, sheets, but I just brought week six. Week six, we kind of stunk, but I feel like there was a lot of upsets last week. And week six, it's two weeks out. We don't know injuries. We don't exactly, know. exactly. The, the next week after the week we picked was like, okay, mm-hmm. hopefully there's no crazy injuries, but yeah. Uh, the total points, though, 68 to 60 in favor of myself. You were eight. Yeah. Why does it say 51 to 58? That was from week five. Okay. And then totaling these, it was 60 to 68. Right. So I'm in a hole. It's okay. Um, Th- this is this is the hole that I create, and then well, I give up. If I lose this year to you and Pickums, yeah, it's great because Justin Jefferson's odds of winning Offensive Player of the Year is awful. Where it's cash, yeah, it is bad right now. So, <laughs> yeah. so our, our, the the, pri- the prize money is going to be non-existent. Yeah, yeah, it is. So really. you're, it's just going to, which be, is very fitting for my luck, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're going to probably win this year, and there be no prize. That's fine. I don't That's have to fine. do anything. You don't do it. You That's don't get fine. anything. That's fine. I, I'm you, fine you just with get that. The pride of winning one time. That's fine. I will take that. I will take that and ride it to the bank. And then next year, and then I'll crumble. Do, next year we do it again. I win again, and, and it's I'll like, crumble. I win a thousand dollars. I will crumble like. Cookie. I'm a thousand dollars just wave in front of your face. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean it was uh I, I realized too whenever I was looking through the weeks, we set the line for the Arizona ante at like fourteen, like three weeks in a row. <laughs> and last week it hit, like the week prior. Yeah. Week five, because it or it was the uh that was like what they won by, the Bengals. Yeah. So we just got the one point. So we pushed. Mm-hmm. Um but anyways, let's look at week six. Uh, so, starting off, we had the uh, Chiefs versus the Broncos in Thursday Night Football. 
Um, no surprise there. The Chiefs won. I mean, th- did we expect anything different? I don't think so. No, not um, at all. We're currently watching Thursday Night Football game, the Saints versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars are up 7-0. to But they had two fumbles in a row. Damn. So they had their offensive possession, Christian Kirk fumbled. And then on the punt, they forced three and out. Mm. And on the punt, uh, it's about to be seven to it, three. it got muffed. Yeah. So now this is where they're at. Yeah, so it's seven to three now. The Saints just kicked the field goal. Jags are getting the ball back. And it's about uh, almost the end of the first quarter. Uh, but then going to the rest of the games from last week. Let me see here. More games. Scroll up. Then we had London game. So this was the final London game. No more London games anymore. Thank God. We do have a Germany game, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we had the Ravens versus the Titans. So, London game without the Jaguars. It was weird. But the Ravens did win. No surprise there. 24-16. to 16, We both had the Ravens. Both got that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking it over into the 1 o'clock games, we had the Dolphins versus the Panthers. Just kicking the shit out of the Panthers. They At won. first, the Panthers showed some life. They did. It was 14-14. And I was like, oh, shit. They're going to be mm-hmm. close. And then I just checked back. I like, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Then it was like they decided to start playing. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins won 42-21. to 21. We both had the Dolphins both got that point. Yep. Then we had the uh, Texans versus the Saints and the revitalized Texans. They've been on a little bit of hot streak. Mm-hmm. Um, they won 20-13. to 13. We both had the Saints both missed that point. Then we had the Commanders versus the Falcons and Sam Howe balled out and the Commanders won 24-16. Desmond Raiders' first loss at home since junior year in high school. Wow. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? All, that so, wild. senior in high school, college, and pros, he's won every home game he's ever played. Damn. That's the first one he lost. Um, we both the Falcons both missed that point. Uh, then we had the Colts versus the Jaguars. Uh, both quarterbacks went down through the game, but the Jaguars won 37-20. to 20. Uh, We both had the Jaguars both got that point. Did we? Where was the Jaguars? The Colts uh, haven't won a Jacksonville in like five years. I know. We both picked the Colts. We both missed that point. My bad. Yeah, we thought the Jaguars coming home from London were just going to mm-hmm. struggle. Yeah, that's but then we forgot about the Saturday that the Colts <laughs> never went in Jacksonville. Well, and Anthony Richardson went down like early. So Gardner Minshew just kind of stunk. Was he? Did he go down that game, or did he go down the game before? And he I think they. I think he was in concussion protocol, played, and then went down again. Yeah, because it was his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the Bengals versus Seahawks, and the Bengals are back. They won seventeen to thirteen. We both had the Bengals. Both got that point. Uh, then the Vikings versus the Bears, the third bowl, of the NFC North. The Vikings won nineteen to thirteen. Of course, they made it close. And we have had the, both had the Vikings both got that point. Then we had the uh, one of the upsets of the week. The Browns beat the Forty Niners nineteen to seventeen, all thanks to a missed field goal by uh, Moody of the Forty Niners rookie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I saw someone online. This is the first time I ever took took a Browns fan side on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone was tweeting, yeah, the Browns beat the 49ers of the 40, after the 49ers lost. Diva Samuel, Chris McCaffrey, and some, they're all pro running back. They're all pro receiver mm-hmm. and all pro tack or whatever. Yeah. And then someone quotes me, it's like, and we lost our, we didn't have our all pro quarterback, all pro running back, all, all pro offensive linemen, all pro this. Mm-hmm. So we're even here, bud. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, that's a valid point by the Browns fan. That is fair. That is fair. Um, they had PJ Walker starting. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, then we had uh, the 4 o'clock games, the Raiders versus the Patriots. You had the Raiders, I had the Patriots, and you won because the Raiders won 21-17. to 17. Josh McDaniels got his revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the Lions versus the Buccaneers, no surprise here. The Lions won 20-6. to six. Best but, bet. That's my best bet of the week, my wager of the week, and now we're back to 500. Nice. Nice. Yeah, uh, we both had the Lions both got that point. 
then the Arizona ante. We had the Rams versus the Cardinals. We had the line set at 14 points. I had the overs, so I got the extra point there because they won 26-9. to um, No surprise there, really. Mm-hmm. Then we had the other upset of the week, the Eagles versus the Jets. The Jets won 20-14. to 14. Yeah, are you pumped? No. Why? I want them to have a high draft pick. Why? There's like, there's like this stigma that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and the Jets are going to make playoffs, but I just don't believe it. No, but at the like, same time, like you want your guys to – like grow your young guys to grow and yeah grow. yeah and I mean they're a good year team. When Aaron Rodgers comes back, then hey, I know they're a good team. I'd rather them tank and get a good pick, get Fair. a good lineman. Fair. I know they're going to be good next year. I'm content with that. I, I I this is a hot take, but I still think the Jets will get a good offensive lineman first round if they want it. I hope they do. If they do, I mean, it's all it's all the same. Yeah, if they me. make the playoffs, they'll get bounced first round. They'll get what mm-hmm. pick twenty. Like you can get a good offensive lineman at pick twenty. I want like the offensive lineman though. I'm the Pennisoil. The, yeah, yeah. The Joe Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Sunday Night Football, we had the Bills versus the Giants. <laughs> Can't believe this game didn't get flexed. Um, Bills won 20, or no, 14 to 9. It was tight, but, you know, the Bills were going to win that. Crazy anyways. ending. I mean, I was watching it on Spanish. Because <laughs> Dominican, they, they literally had all the channels, but yeah. they, they're all in Spanish. So oh, I couldn't man. watch TV, really. Yeah. But I was watching Sunday Night Football, and it was just like, and so, yeah, it's in Spanish. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, we both had the Bills. Both got that point. And last but not least, Monday Night Football, uh, you had the Chargers, I had the Cowboys, and the Cowboys won 20-17 after Justin Herbert, a.k.a. Phillip Rivers' young blood version, mm-hmm. threw a uh, pick to end the game. Yeah. I, I think I texted you. I, I faded my own pick em <laughs> because I don't know why I picked the Chargers. I think I picked the Chargers to be different. Yeah, for the yeah. Thing. But I'm like – I knew better not to take the Chargers, so I yeah. literally just said, "Hey, I'm taking. I'm but I'm putting a lot of money on the Cowboys. Chargers are bad. Chargers yeah, are bad. I'm done with the Chargers. But yeah. So now we are back to live pickums. So that's good. It was weird those couple of weeks. Yeah, but I didn't even pay attention, and I'm glad I didn't because I just got wrecked. Yeah. Taking it over the injuries though, um, there were a few I kind of previously mentioned. Colts Anthony Richardson uh, will undergo season-ending so- shoulder surgery. So he's out for the year. Gardner Minshew is going to be starting for the Colts. Colts can't catch a break at the quarterback position. No. But Jonathan Taylor's back. And Anthony Richardson did look good. Yeah, he did. The, he did. The, the three snaps he played before, yeah. without injury, he looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Colts fan, this honestly might be a blessing in disguise. Eh. I, he's good. He's off this season. As long as he comes back health, like, you know, looking good. Yeah. After well, th- this surgery is, but he got five opinions. Mm-hmm. And all the doctors said, like, if you want to come back better than you were before, you have to get the surgery. Okay. Yeah, then, yeah, I trust it. And, yeah. like, because if he wanted to take the shortcut and come back this season, <clears> he could, but that would have been, like, a lingering issue. Yeah. This surgery is, like, what what he's being told is, like, what you want to do for, like, longevity. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I think it's a good move. They're going to, means they're going to suck the rest of the season because Gardner Mitch is a good off the bench guy, but not a good starter. In my mm-hmm. opinion. And if you're a Colts fan, you're going to get a high draft pick. Yeah. And Anthony Rich is coming back next year. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best play. You're not going to do anything, if, even if he's healthy this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Trevor Lawrence, he hurt himself in the game last week, but he ended up starting. He was questionable throughout the week. Uh, he had a knee injury. Um, then Bears quarterback Justin Fields injured his right thumb and is doubtful for week seven versus the Raiders. He dislocated his finger and popped it back in himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then tried to then he tried to play, then he couldn't, so he pulled him again. Um Yeah. 
But equally, on the other side of the field for that game, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo dodged a bullet with his back injury. His week seven status is still unclear, though. So you might have two backups going in that game. Real toilet bowl game. Who who are they playing? Raiders Bears. Oh jeez. <laughs> but the Raiders at least their backup's Brian Hoyer. Yeah, yeah. So Bears is like, that. What's his name? Bagnet or something? No, Bagnet. I didn't. I, apparently, he like played for like a D two school. <laughs> oh God, he's like a D. I mean, I'll find it. You keep going to the injury part. I'm gonna find what school yeah. he played for. Uh, then Eagles offensive lineman Lane Johnson injured his right ankle. Uh, as we mentioned, 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey injured his rib oblique, and 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel injured his right shoulder. I don't think Debo's injury is that serious. I think CMC could miss this week, but. That's the extent of those two. Uh, then he, tight- went to, he went to Shepherd University. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. D2. Oh, God. They're in the fucking PSAC. How how bad are the Bears going to lose by? <laughs> they have a PSAC quarterback. <laughs> UPJ's in the PSAC. If UPJ had a football team, we'd be playing this guy. Oh, God. Um, That's insane. Then Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill injured his right angle, ankle. Ugh. And Lions running back David Montgomery injured his rib. All the Gibbs owners are rejoicing after that one. Uh, me included. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the extent of the injuries for last week. A lot of injuries. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, Dante Johnson's back off IR, too, by the way. I thought I'd note that. Okay. Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Injury report. Steelers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, take it over to headlines. A couple of things from last week I just found funny. Did you see Jameis Winston and Alvin Kamara's sideline interaction? I saw it. Wasn't it like after Derek Arthur and interception? He was yeah. just like, it looked like he was explaining how like he could have been done better or something. And Alvin Kamara just gave Jameis Winston like the look like, bitch, please. <laughs> the look you give someone when they're drunk at a party because you don't <laughs> yeah. want to talk to them. And then did you see the uh, Bills team ambulance? Yeah. With Damar Hamlin's number on the back of it? Yeah. That I is, saw a tweet, I think from Coley Mick. That's cold. Uh, saying, how wild is it that you have your number retired while you're still playing, but it's on the back of an ambulance? <laughs> the buddy literally has his number retired by the Bills ambulance crew. Oh, my God. Oh, that's insane. That was kind of scary, though, because I was watching in Spanish. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> I just saw him like on the ground not moving. <laughs> then an ambulance come out with Demar Hamlin shit. I was like, did this happen again? Oh, no. Did this happen to another Bills player? Ugh. But what he, I think I heard, I read on Twitter, he gave a thumbs up on the way out. Gotcha. Uh, and then a couple of things here. So the NFL is looking to eliminate the hip drop tackle and plans to t- discuss the tush push. The tush yeah. push has been a rising controversy since we last recorded. Um, pretty much the Eagles are the only team that's good at it. Chelsea just looked from the kitchen and said, what the hell's a tush push? Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's a quarterback sneak where pretty much everybody and their mother pushes the quarterback over the line of scrimmage by his ass. Yeah. Yeah. So the Eagles are the only one that are really effective at it. I think they're like 90 some percent effective. Another team did it decently though. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's, it's a huge drop off in like efficiency percentage. It's like 90 to like 60. It's because what it's because buddy Jalen hurts squats like a million pounds. (laughs) It's because he doesn't even need the touch push. He could, Probably just do that himself. Yeah. And the Eagles line is crazy. Yeah. Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. is insane with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, the touch much doesn't bother me. So they're definitely going to do something stupid to try to rectify it. 
there. So I think the issue is people were complaining about saying it could cause injuries. Well, no, they're just mad because no one can stop it. Yeah, no one can stop and it. And no one can figure out how to stop it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they're trying to blame the injuries to get it changed to make it so they can't do it anymore. Just go field goal block. Literally. <laughs> That's all you have to do, I feel like. I've, I don't understand why the defense isn't... Just back opposite. out of the ass mad and go over to special teams. Why can't you get behind like, like, a, like an Aaron Donald and push him? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just do it back. Just everybody push the nose tackle. Yeah. On the defense. It's, it's, it, at that point, it's just a uh, rugby scrum and just mm-hmm. let it happen. I don't know. Uh, then the next thing, this one's kind of interesting too. Flag football is officially added for the 2028 Olympics. Love that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We'll be seeing football in the Olympics. And it's um, because um, uh, each the host country gets to pick something oh. to be added, and we're the host. We're the host country. Oh, cool. It's cool. gonna be in LA. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, uh, the commissioner in the league is pretty much begging players to take part, like to participate in it. Tyreek Hill said he's in. Tyreek Hill did say he's in. Um, and my, my, uh, Michael Parsons. Okay, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. So those are two pretty big names to be in on. Those are big names. Um, it would be kind of nuts to have like, like what's what's the rest of the world gonna do? Well, we have, just toss out Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and CMC. And if you're if you're an NFL player, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. it, it's during the summer when you're off season. It's flag football. It's flag football. You're not gonna get hurt unless mm-hmm. you're like tearing ACL on like a trip. Yeah, and you have a chance to win a gold medal. And you can run. Never up, had a chance to win a gold medal. You can run up the score on a bunch of like foreigners. Yeah, who don't <laughs> play football. The only other country you probably would have like any competition would be Canada because they have a football league, but like that's it. Mm-hmm. And you blow Canada. Wow, out. that could be like th- that could be a great way for players to get back into the league from the CFL. Yeah, it's like Chad Kelly is like Johnny Manziel. Yeah, that's the quarterbacks <laughs> for Team Canada. Um, Even though they're both both American. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have for headlines though is the Eagles signed Julio Jones for a one year deal, mm-hmm. so he's on. The, yeah. I saw I saw a funny reel where it just it's like. The Julio Jones signing with the Eagles, and it's just a bunch of like, uh, they're like a montage of like, like Shaq I, on the Celtics, Shaq on the Celtics, <laughs> yeah. Akeem Olajuwon on the Raptors, MJ on the Wizards. Yeah. They, then they threw like Russell Wilson, on, uh, Russell Westbrook on the uh, Clippers in there. You could do Russell Wilson on the Broncos too. Do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll spread the field a little bit, but he's not going to do anything. I mean, he probably if he wanted. To, if he came back good, he could be like the third receiver. Yeah, we said that when he went to the Bucks, though. But at the same time, like, who is their Eagles third receiver? Someone who, I think it, I know the name. It's heard it's it. one of the Batmans, right? No. You have str- you have strong you have strong Watkins? Batman Quez Watkins, yeah. Quez Watkins, yeah, yeah. He hasn't really done shit. Yeah. Nah. Well. And I also heard AJ Brown's was the one pushing for the Eagles to sign him. Oh, I'm sure because they're also he's also the one pushing the Titans to sign him when they did. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, take it over to segments. Kicking it off with guys, grandiose gangs. I just want to say real quick, I didn't look at your gangs this week, but the last two gangs, of course, whenever we're not recording, I 100 percent agree with you. Oh, you did? Yeah, Damn. I think I commented on one of them. Of course, I agree when we're not recording. Because <laughs> was, was it the feel- one where I had the Steelers at ten? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right after they beat the Ravens. Yeah, it's either that one or <laughs> I think that was last week. But the last two I I definitely agree with you. I, I had some definitely like hot takes in there, but I, I stand by them. Um this week though, 
Number one, I have the Dolphins. So we had some shakeups to the top picks with to the top teams with the uh, Eagles and 49ers losing. I think the Dolphins are the team. If you see them on your schedule, you're the most scared of. It, it was the one we'll see later time. Gotcha. Was that three five? Um, Dolphins offense at least. I don't know. I just think that's like the team that I'm most intimidated by at the moment. See, I just I I wouldn't put him as one. Uh, number two, I have the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, you know, the only loss they had was whenever Travis Kelsey wasn't playing. So, they're juggernaut, obviously. Uh, Then I had the 49ers at three. Moved down a little bit. You know, Brock Purdy shows some true colors without having Debo and CMC to rely on. Um, Those injuries, you know, depending on how long they go, we'll see how it shakes out for the team. They'll probably bounce back fine this week, though. Uh, then four, I have the Eagles. Kind of the same thing there. You know, lost a tough one to a good defense. Um, I mean, you know, what else? What else out of those four? They're interchangeable in a way. Yeah, I, 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 I would have a different top five here, but I would. Uh, Would you go? I, I'll do that. I'll do mine. All right, all right. Uh, five, I have the Lions. Lions are a juggernaut this year. Um, killing it offensively. Jared Goff looking like vintage Jared Goff. Super Bowl era, Jared Goff. Um, Amara St. Brown's killing it. They got Jameson Williams back from his suspension. So, yeah, Lions are on good at pace right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see some more Gibbs panning out well. Uh, then I got the Bills at six. Um, Bills have been flirting with disaster a little bit, but they kind of do this every season. I have a middle of the pack right now. I think on their best day, they can beat any one of the teams above them. But on their best day, they destroy the Dolphins. So that this is this, I'll give you a hint. That this is probably part of my uh, okay part of my uh, re- rework here. All right, all right. Because remember a couple weeks ago they they beat them by like twenty. Yeah, yeah, twenty plus. Um, number seven at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys got a secured win over the Chargers. I would have had them a lot lower if they they wouldn't have been on the list if they lost. Honestly, yeah, they, uh, they really their defense really took a step back after it has Diggs, it has. And I don't know what that really says about Diggs, but. Yeah, it's not looking good for I've the Cowboys. I've always been a Diggs fraud, frauder, but like this is kind of saying kind of showing like, hey, maybe he's because he's not being named every play. He's mm-hmm. probably doing some stuff that we're not seeing. Um, and their offense is just bad. Yeah, Dak's terrible. He can't get the ball out to the receivers. Tony Pollard's okay, but like that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then number eight, I got the Jaguars currently playing now. Um, I don't know if it was because they're in London. Like, we'll have to see them stateside here. But I do like the Jaguars. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They can be a deep playoff threat. Uh, number nine, I have the Ravens. They flirt with disaster more so than the Bills, but they are consistent in their winnings. So I got them in the, ten, in the nine spot there. Mm-hmm. And then number 10, I have the Jets. Uh, they're a quarterback away from being a top top team in the league. Yeah. Just like last year. Um. Their defense is just stellar. So their corners are amazing. Their pass rush is great. Brees Hall is a dog. He's a dog. Love this team. I he's love this team. He's a dog. Garrett Wilson's good. It's just, you know, he's he has Zach Wilson thrown to him right now. So he's mm-hmm. just struggling a little bit there. Um but yeah, that's the that's the gangs this week. Issues. Okay. Uh I don't like the Dolphins at one because like I said before. The Bills, who are six, have the same record as the Dolphins, and they 
beat him head to head by a lot. Okay. Um, I also think the Lions should be higher than five. Okay. If I had to rework this, I'd probably say 49ers won. Uh, they they lost this past week, but like they're still, I think, the best team by far. Yeah, they had a couple of injuries, and it was a missed field goal for the loss. Yeah, exactly. And the Shanahan career versus the defense coordinator for the Browns is like an insane record where he never beats that guy. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's like one of those situations where like he they just can't figure out the defense when mm-hmm. this guy's like the defensive coordinator. Um, so I'd probably put the 49ers one, Bills two, Lions three, probably. Damn. Um, Chiefs four. Yeah, then like Dolphins, Chiefs, Eagles, like interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. Then, but I do like the rest of your list. I like Cowboys. The bottom half Jet, stronger. Seven to ten, I agree. Hundred percent agree with. And I agree with the teams you have from one to six. I just would change up the it. order. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's just more like I, I mean, guess ticky tack. I just, I just think the Bills had a tough offensive performance last week. Yeah. Against the Giants, but like they still won. I just they still I, won when it mattered. I find it hard to justify rewarding a team when they lose. I get that. You know. So that's just me for the 49ers aspect. No, but I, I get that. with you on the Bills. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think the Bills are. But they'll play again, and we'll see how that one shakes down. I think the Bills are the most complete. Uh, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Yeah, their running back situation has worked out decently well this yeah, year. and their defense has been fantastic so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still don't have Von Miller back. Yeah, that's true, too. And he's even though he's older, he's still going to make an impact. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But, all right. Let's take it over to the Weenies of the Week. Oh, Weenies of the Week this week. Um, fun ones. They're fun ones. They're, they're definitely – it's honestly definitely harder to pick Weenies this week, but I do have, I think, three solid ones here. Um, number three, I'm giving it to the undefeated teams, so the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, I said this on the video. I highly, highly doubt they'll be on this list any other time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, that's why I'm pairing them together. That's fair. If for some reason the Eagles or the 49ers get back on the Weenies list like a couple weeks from now, I'll give them their own spot on the list. So I, I saw like a little thing on for Sports Center posted, but they, it was like strength of schedule the rest of the season. Eagles are like top two. Hard? Hard. Yeah, I, I looked their schedule ahead. It's tough. Dude, they have, I'll read it off. I I was looking at it. Eagles are looking at it. Really come back down to earth. I think I was looking at it in the sense of, like, uh, when I was doing the weenies, like, will they be on this list again? I don't mm. know. Because they play the Dolphins this week in Sunday Night Football. Which That's is a big be, test. That's a big it's test gonna for be an ins- it, it, Yeah, it's going to be insane. Because I think they're – I think that where the Eagles team stepped down, they, like, took a step back big this year is in defense. Yeah. Their defense definitely isn't as good as they were last year in the Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. So, like, playing the Dolphins, they could lose just solely based off, like, being outscored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder the over. I wonder the over. Push push doesn't help when you're down three touchdowns. What's the over under? This game's <laughs> probably insane. High over. Fifty one and a half. That's that's not terrible, honestly. I'm taking the over. I'd take. I would take the that. over too. Like I could easily see sixty plus points scored in this game. Yeah, I mean forty to some thirty. Definitely fifty five. Definitely fifty five. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yes, yeah, so they got the Dolphins, Commanders. Okay, Cowboys, then a bye week, and they have off the bye, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Then Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. But, like, Niners, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys is a tough stretch off the bye. Yeah, the FC East is going to be – it's going to really die down, but 
the end of the season will pick back up. I think so, too. For who's going to win that division. I think so, too. But, yeah, those teams, Eagles and Niners both lost. Um, they lost to uh, P.J. Walker and Zach Wilson. <laughs> Realistically, it's because their defense, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the Browns' defense is number one in the league right now. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, all right, next. This one's this one was my number one until number one. I got the notification about number one. <laughs> uh, Jerry Judy, number two. Yeah. So yeah. I wish I could give two number ones. <laughs> I mean, it's my list. I can do whatever I want, but. Nah, you got to respect And it. I did have one week where I didn't do number two at all, so maybe I could. Um, Steve Smith recently uh, called Jerry Judy on his podcast a jag, which is just another guy. Yeah, I like uh, it. So Steve Smith's podcast, he calls people jags, just another guy. Um and Judy did not like that. He went on. He went at Smith, and when Smith went to apologize, Judy said, "Responded, N word. I don't mess with you." When Steve Smith told the story, he said, "Ninja." So he said, "Ninja, I don't mess with you." <laughs> Steve Smith got pissed, and he tried to apologize again. And once again, Jerry Judy said, "I said I don't mess with you." And what did Jerry Judy do? And so then Steve Smith went on. He's on Thursday Night Football Crew, obviously. Before Thursday Night Football Live, who goes Chiefs Broncos? He went on and said, "Quote: I'm sorry that I said you were a jag." Just a guy who's average wide receiver. They used a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since you were, <laughs> since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you are just an average wide receiver and that they will eventually move on from you. When teams call me and ask if I should trade for you, I will say no. Don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle consecutive constructive criticism who watched <laughs> – who watch specifically if you can be wide receiver? He's a tier three. Oh, tier three. And then, like That's you mentioned, tough. that game, Jerry Judy came out and had three catches for 14 yards. That is, yeah. If you have a public beef with one of the best receivers to ever you got to show out. You have to come out and just ball out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And instead, no. If he even got a touchdown at 50 yards, it would have been fine. If he had three, three catches for. 25 yards on a touchdown, you can at least say I scored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. He and, like, the Chiefs' sucks. defense is nothing crazy. They're, I'd argue the best parts of their defense is, like, the pass rushing, mm-hmm. not, the, not the corners. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like he should have been. If he was, You can do well on that defense. If he wasn't a Jag, he would have probably gone open. Yeah, it's not like they were playing, like, the Browns or the Jets. Like, he wasn't covered by Sauce Gardner the whole night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is uh, that, that's yeah. a big weenie move. Big weenie move. And then uh, the only reason that's not number one is because I'm giving the entire NFL weenie of the week. Yeah, I agree. They extended Roger Goodell three <laughs> more years, and he's going to be the commissioner till at least 2027. Boo. Most likely probably even more than that. For some reason, these owners love that it was anti-football pussy. <laughs> John Gruden's words, not yours. Yeah, I'm. Just, I, I'm. I, that's a quote from John Gruden. I'm not saying that. Um, I agree with it. But I'm not saying. So that. wait, I'm generally curious. Like, so does the players have like a say in it at all, or is it definitely just the not? I think the owners. Dude, the it. players should have a say. Yeah, the players should definitely like have a percentage vote in the you know re-election campaign for commissioners. Yeah, I I'll, I'll look that up because I I have a feeling I think it's just the owners because I always hear the commissioner works for the owners. Yeah, exactly because he just goes to please the owners and then the owners you know pick him up for another contract. Yeah, because oh yeah, we'll add an extra game even though the players hate it because mm-hmm. it'll make the the uh, owners richer. Who? Yeah, that's the point decides, of being You have to mitigate between the players and the and the owners. You have to be that party. 
Who defines it? Who who decides the NFL commissioner? Who could fire the NFL commissioner? The owners. <laughs> How is the NFL commissioner chosen? Unanimous, elected by the thirty-two owners of the league's first ballot. Yeah. Jeez. So it's it's only owners, and I I, I thought at least maybe like the NFLPA president has a say. Yeah, at least make it that. make it thirty-three votes mm-hmm. instead of thirty-two, and give the NFLPA president a vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they and then the presidents vote, kind of like electoral college, like the all the players will vote and whatever the majority is that part the PA, PA president will like. I, I think like say sixty percent of the league say no to Cadell. Then when it comes time to the vote, that guy will, the PA president will be like, yeah, no, no go. Mm-hmm. But if it's like sixty percent in favor, then yeah. But I think it. the players have to have like more power in that than just like one vote through the mm-hmm. president. Like I, I'd I, say I bet like, for I bet for the NBA, I guarantee the players have a say. Oh, for sure, for sure. And Silver's a good commissioner. Yeah, but the, the NFL, NBA is way more player friendly than mm-hmm. the NFL. Like I, I think the way it should break down is like how whatever percentages, but like the owner should have fifty something percent, and then the players get the other half of that. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a slim majority to the owners, but. If the players really don't like the commissioner, they can oust them. Like they just have to flop a couple of owners onto their yeah. side, yeah, and then they're good to go. That's uh, when it should break down. So I'm looking at the NBA to see if there is one. Because like Goodell, he was passable yeah, it's for the, it's the owners for that too. I mean, he's been commissioner for what like tw- who's the last one? Twenty years. Who's the last one? Rizal, I, I, no, that's all. Nah. He's a while ago. I think, I think Goodell's been the commissioner for like 20 years plus. Yes, yeah. And like, that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, Bell, uh, no, wait. It was, no, it wasn't Rizal, sorry. Uh, Paul Taglebeau from 89 to 06. 06. Really? It was 06. So uh, 17 years, so about to be 20 years. Okay, yeah. That's crazy. Boo for, boo for the owners. Yeah, it sucks, too. So, yeah, we need the week NFL, the entire NFL. All right. Well, I guess it would be NFL owners. Yeah, yeah. But I say we need because everyone's going to lose here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. How about your wagers? Oh, yeah. Wager of the week. The wages. So, I was one in three. Not great. Yeah, but you had other things going on, you know. Yeah, but then the two weeks that I had my wedding and the honeymoon, mm-hmm. nailed both of them back to 500. There you go. So I was first, the first one I nailed was uh, the Lunder. <laughs> That's the, a good one. The Bills, yeah. the Bills, Jags, under. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 47 and a half, and they, they got 45 total points, so that hit. Yeah. And then um, I was looking at the Steeler game, kept checking. And I was like, Lunder hit, Lunder hit, and smacked <laughs> my brother. And then last week. I didn't feel like looking up shit, and I've been doing the line spread all season. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'll just pick the line spread. And as I was looking at it, I was like, wait, why are they only – I think it's one and a half. Or, no, it's three, but then it went down to one and a half during the game. I was like, why is this, like, the spread against the Bucks? Like, the lines are so much better than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, called – I couldn't put the bet in. So I texted Florida Dave. <laughs> He's like, he put $20 on the line spread for me. And then as soon as the game starts, I was like, actually, can you double that? <laughs> and he said absolutely, and it went down when the game started to one and a half. Wow! So I had forty bucks on it. Yeah, I had that hit for there sure. Yeah. Um, so this week, I'd never done before in two seasons. I've been doing this. I'm going back to back line spread here. 
Okay. So I'm going to the Lions again this week. Lions plus three versus the Ravens. Detroit is five and one against the spread this year. And a dominant 28 and 12 against the spread in the Dan Campbell, Jared Goff era. That's the best mark in the league over the past three seasons. Mm. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have struggled as favorites over the same time period, uh, so the last three years. He's 8-16 and 16 against the spread when being favorited. Uh, and now he's returning stateside in the, uh, from England. Their first game back from London. And they're playing one of the best teams in the league. Gotcha. So I don't know how the Ravens are three-point favorites. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's in Baltimore, so they get the home field advantage. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how the Lions are plus three. So, I'm hammering the Lions plus three. I like it, too. I mean, this would be, this would be a game where the Lions really prove themselves as well. If they can go in the Baltimore win on the road, like, handily, mm-hmm. then that's sick. So, I did Lions spread. I did Like I said, I do it every week anyways. So, I put my regular bet on that down. Mm-hmm. And then for, the, for this bet, for the wager of the week bet, I'm hammering the like, money line. Gotcha. So okay. I did. I took the spread in my normal spread, but I'm taking money line for my bet. But the official pick is going to be the spread. Okay. Okay. I like it. Thanks. Um, take it over, Pickums. Yes. Sorry, I have to put it back up. No, pick-ums, you're good. Pick-ums, do you pick-ums. uh? Do you have a pen? Ooh, I forgot to get the pen. Yes, I do. Give me one second. You have to <laughs> filibuster though. Um. So. The sky, the camera pans in on the Sarlacc pits where, where Boba Fett's hand raises out of the sands, and he is alive, and he crawls out of the Sarlacc pits. <laughs> Touches down. <laughs> Whatever Patton Oswalt can say for, for brilliantly. Ever. Say for whoever uh, does another reference, that's from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Patton Oswalt has filibuster, so he starts doing fan fiction of Boba Fett coming back. All right. They should, they big miss. They should have had a cameo by Patton Oswalt on that show. <laughs> he just narrates it. How don't, how didn't they do that? That would have been great. Ugh. All right. So Thursday Night Football, we both went Jags. Yeah. Yeah, we discussed that. The, J- the Saints just had a fair catch. The Jags laid the dude out, and there's a loose ball, and all the, now the Jags players, they point, or ball. No, bud. That's a penalty. Dumbass. All right. Look at that. Dumbass. All right. Uh, so we both picked Jags. Sunday, 1 o'clock game. We have first, we have the Browns in Indianapolis versus Colts. The Browns are three-point favorites. And still no Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm taking that defense in the Browns. Against 100%. Garner? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Next, we have in Foxborough, the Bills versus the Patriots. Oh. Eight and a half point favorites. I'm hammering the Bills. I might actually, I'm not betting the Bills, but the Bills easily. In Foxborough? In Foxborough. Not that I'm taking the Patriots, but I think the Patriots could cover. Yeah. I think they could. Maybe. Actually, I don't think so. I think this is, I think this is a. Actually, they had their struggle game last mm-hmm. week. Against the Giants, yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be the Bills, obviously, but mm-hmm. they'll probably beat the shit out of the Patriots. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to destroy Patriots them. fans are going to be down bad after this. Yeah. <laughs> Losing to Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. And then the Patriots are going to get two Bills. wins this season. <laughs> Patriots are going to finish the season with two wins, both against the Jets. Yeah. That's that's how it goes. Yeah, literally, that's, that's what's going to happen. Um, next, we have the Raiders versus the Bears, the backup bowl. It's in Chicago. 
Brian Hoyer and the Raiders are favored by two and a half points. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. Though. Absolutely. You got to go experience over a guy who played in the PSAC. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, next, we got the Commanders versus the Giants in New York. Ooh. Commanders are three point favorites. It's a spicy game. Um, Saquon's back. Tyrod strength. Taylor did not look bad. He did not look bad. Um, I think we go Commanders because Sam Howell looked better. But. Yeah. Sam Howe is – he's been looking good with what he's been given. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he has a decent amount of passing yards, too. He spreads the field, too. He's, he mm-hmm. doesn't – like, Terry's been eating. Yeah. Kurt Samuel's been eating. Like, I shat on him for that decision to roll with Sam Howe, but it's really panning out he, for him. I, I, think, I think Sam Howe's going to be good. Like, good enough. I think yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be – He'll be good enough. I, I can see his career being a Derek Carr. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Never gonna be a Pro Bowler, but he's gonna be. Actually, Derek are you? Pro so Bowl. you're going Commanders? Yeah, left hand up. It's in. It's in New York, New Jersey. I'll go with the Giants. All right. Um, next we have the Crackheads versus the Bucks <laughs> in Tampa Bay. Bucks yeah. are two and a half point favorites. <sighs> I could really go either way here. I um, really could too. I'm leading um, Bucks because they've had a loss to the Lions because they need them. Yeah, but the Falcons just had a loss. They just had a loss too, right? They just lost to the Commanders. Um, they these teams are very even. They are. I, I I'll, I'll break the ice. I'll go Bucks. I'm right with the home team because these are just. I love the crack. You know me. I, I just honestly, I'm leaning Bucks as well, just because I don't see. Like I see the Bucks defense stuffing the run game of the Falcons. And thus, what else are the Falcons going to do? They're not really that effective at throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go Bucks. You know what? Give me the crack. Okay. All right. Just because I, I want to make some differences here. Next, we have the Lions versus Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens are three-point favorites. Yeah, we're both Lions boys on this one. Yeah, I'm going Lions, obviously. I think if I if I am positive by the end of the year on that Lions thing I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm buying a St. Brown jersey. Wow. If we win our league. Yeah, definitely. If the IC league with them, too, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um. All right. That's the last one o'clock game. So all right. Next, on the four o'clock games, we have four four o'clock games. I love that. First, 4.05, we have the Arizona ante up. The Cardinals in Seattle versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. I have a question. Yeah. Is Kyler Murray playing? He's practicing. I don't see how, if you're the Cardinals, how you play him. Yeah. First week off the, off the IR. Okay, Seahawks win, but... I'm very tempted that first game that he comes back and plays to go Arizona. I think he's practicing. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, probably not this week. He's still on the injury report. I was on the pup list, mm-hmm. but like I don't think he's on the pup list. He's on the puppy list. Um, what was the line? Seven and a half. And whose turn is it even? No idea. Want to do RPS? I'm trying to think here. I... I can't remember the last one. I, picked. I think I did. I think I did week one, right? Did you? Yeah, because you you were the incumbent. So pick that's champion. me. Cause it's odd. Okay, I'm on odd numbers. You're on even numbers. Okay. I'll go ten. I'll 
It's in Seattle? It's in Seattle. That's a good line. I'll go under. Okay. Nice. All right. Um, next four o'clock game. Stellars. Ooh. Here we go, Stellars. Yeah, Rams. Versus the Rams in L.A. Ugh. Oh, there'll be more Steeler fans than Rams fans. Rams are three-point favorites. You can write down what you, for me, you know. Yeah, I know. You're going Steelers. Of course I'm going Steelers. I got Steelers every week. It's, it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I, I think Steelers off the bye. I think it's going to shoot out. Rams have some running back issues right now, too. I, th- I think it's going to be the final score 42 to 38. Teams. Really? No way. No way our offense is putting up 42 points. <laughs> the hell out of here. Um, Dude, what, what if that's the exact score? That'd be insane. I'm going to go Steelers as well. Fuck. I want you to get Rams so bad. I'm mainly going Steelers because I just – I think the Rams running back situation is really bad right now. No, you're just trying to copy me. No, they have like – Two of their running backs are hurt. They had to sign Miles Gaskin just because of that. And Miles Gaskin might actually start because of it. I mean, Cooper Cup's great and Puka's great, but. No, you're just copying me because I'm a cool kid. (laughs) And you're not. All right. Don't try to. Um, Don't try to bait me into the Rams here. I I, I am because I. I was trying to say this. I I was about to say this when I picked the Steelers, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to convince you to go to the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, dude, Tomlin has a dog. Tomlin has an underdog. Is like Tomlin after a buy is probably good too. I guarantee. I, I don't feel like looking up stats, but I guarantee if I found if I pause this right now and mm-hmm. looked up both those stats, it'd probably be like yeah, yes, nuts. take the Steelers. Yeah, take the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going Steelers. Um, all right. Next four twenty five. We have the Packers in Denver versus the Broncos. The Packers are one point favorite. I'm still going Packers. I don't care. I can't pick the Broncos. Mm, I'm down to pick them. I'm going to go Broncos. All right. Mile High is a tough place to come in and play, especially for a essentially a rookie quarterback, Jordan Love. It is. I just don't trust the Broncos. I don't either, but I need to make up some points here. Um, next, we got the Chargers versus the Chiefs. AFC Ooh, West matchup. Fun one. In Kansas City, Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's a good line. I think they're definitely going to cover – but I think it's gonna be a shootout. Yeah, yeah, it'll be high scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and geez. Chiefs got McCall a Hardman back too. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's a toy that Patrick Mahomes is used to using, so it's pretty sweet. Um, do are you doing Chiefs? Yeah, I did Chiefs. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Chiefs too. Um, then Sunday Night Football, arguably maybe one of the probably one of the best games of regular season. Eagles versus Dolphins. Mm. In Philly. Ooh. A tough place for the Dolphins to come in and play. It is a tough place. Eagles are two and a half point favorites. Coming off a loss. Coming off a loss. Dolphins coming off a win. Um, there's no buys this week. So ne- and not neither of them were on bye last week. I think the Eagles are a better team. But I think the Dolphins could win this game. I think the Dolphins win this game mainly because Lane Johnson possibly being out. Yeah, that's huge. Um and I think their team just I think it's, it's gonna be 
a shootout. I don't think that the Eagles will be able to keep up. No, I think it's going to be a huge shootout. Yeah, Dolphins. I'll go Eagles. <laughs> this is going to be a week. This is going to be the week. There's a lot of differences. I'm, I know. I'm doing this by design. I know it. I'm going to come back. We, we both agree the on one. pickups. I'm just going to be depressed. Agree on, whenever we both agree on one team and I make the last second change, it <laughs> yeah, usually works out it for happens, me. It usually works out for me. And my heart, my, my head's saying Dolphins. So guess what? I'm going to Philly. Philadelphia is a tough place to play. It is. It is. Coming off a loss, they're going to be fired up. I'm sticking with it. They're going to tush push their way down the field. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Defend my ga- grand, grandio- yeah, grandiose gangs. Wow, this is grandiose gang watch. This is fraud <laughs> alert. If, if the Dolphins lose, you have to say you're a fraud. I mean, I am a fraud. If, not, if the Dolphins my fantasy lose, season alone proves I'm a fraud. If the, if the Dolphins lose the next grandiose gang, you have to go out and buy a clown nose and wear it the entire All time. All right, yeah, you always got to up it. You know, you always, it's like I'm fine with it the first stage. I you always got to go, take it two stages beyond I that. I think I'm going to go buy a clown nose for this podcast. <laughs> And like say my wages start going awry, I'll I'll do them all with the clown nose. <laughs> if your gangs are clownish, you'll do it too. All right, Monday night, Niners versus Vikings. Niners versus Vikings in Minnesota. I mean Niners. <laughs> Niners are six and a half point favorites. I think it should be way higher than that. Yeah, I mean I'm assuming one of those three. They're people both expected hurt. to play. Oh, they are? Okay, I, then, I read yeah, the 100%. Christian and Debra both expect to play. When yeah. it's official, that's going to jump up. Mm-hmm. And I just say coming off a loss, same thing with the Eagles. Coming off a loss, they're going to come out fired up. Yeah. And the yeah. Vikings are so bad. They're bad. They're so bad. And no Jefferson. And no Jefferson, dude. Yeah. Should, yeah, the 49ers are going by a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. All right. All right. So yeah. we have uh, you have the Commanders, I have the Giants, you have the Falcons, I have the Bucks. We have the Arizona Anthony at ten points. You have the under. You have the over on that. I have the under. You have the Broncos. I have the Packers, and you have the Eagles, and I have the Dolphins. How many differences? One, two, three, four, five opportunities for points. I thought it'd be way more than that. Nah, that's it. Well, the Arizona Anthony's like two points essentially. Yeah, that's true. Who are the Browns playing? Um. They're Colts. playing the Colts, yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to flip on more, goddamn. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Bears are pretty good against the Raiders. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to switch anymore. All right. All right. Well, with that, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Pop culture, movies. I only have one thing. I don't know if you saw movies or anything over the time break, but movies happened. So Rachel Rachel Zegler was fired from Snow White. <laughs> what? You see that? No. Yeah, that's so funny. Are they reshooting the movie now? And they're going to go back like normal? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I think they're still going to roll with the uh, what was it? The weird the uh, what they call the dwarves for this? I don't know. It's like the it was like the curious creatures or something. Yeah, and they're none of them are <laughs> yeah. actual dwarves. Yeah, so Rachel's like one of them is actually because she was like sounding off about the movie, like saying the old one was just like you know dated, racist, all that kind of crap. She's wild. So now she's out. <laughs> they're gonna be reshooting the movie now. The other thing was like the the witch was like Gal Gadot, and it's like why is the witch Gal Gadot? Um, this movie it is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that was the plan. It was going to be Rachel Zegler's Snow White and Gal Gadot's The Witch with the poison apple and all that. The first headline said Jenner Take is replacing her, but... Eh, that's a, that's a smart ad. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, that's just like a feel-good moment of the week. Um, That's all I have for movies, though. Anything you want to toss in there? Um, There's not many movies that have been out and good. I Chelsea in the other room wants to see Five Months of Freddy, so I'll probably go see Is that. Is that out? It's going to be out, I think, this weekend or no, next weekend. Oh, yeah, that does look good. I never played the games, though. Me either, but I like Josh Hutchinson. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm a big horror G- guy. Give him, like, a nice revitalization tour. And um, Matthew Lillard's in it, too. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen Hutchinson since... Future Man. No, I didn't watch Future that. Man? Oh, my I, own. Future I'm thinking, so I'm thinking Bridge to Terabithia. Hunger Games, yeah. That, too, yeah. I I didn't watch the last two Hunger Games, because Sid ruined them for me. And he told you what happened? Yeah, he said, he said spoiler alert, he said, uh, Rue dies. That's first movie. Oh, not Rue. No, 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 it was, no like, um, it was like the, th- the second or third. Prim. Or Prim, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Rue's the little black girl who died in the first No, movie. yeah, Prim then, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck, Sid? He's like, I thought you saw it. <laughs> So I just like yeah. kind of boycotted it after that. But that is that is, a, that is something that happens. Mm-hmm. Like at the end. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why am I gonna watch? I'm pretty it sure now? I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm pretty sure she dies and it fast forwards like five years. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Just past the grief period. Yeah. All right. Um. You know, I mean, outside of the second Hunger Games, the second, second Hunger Games is amazing. Then after that, they but they kind of sucked because. It's only three books, and they did they did the classic Hollywood thing where they split the third book into two mm, movies. We did yeah, really do it, so yeah. Like, the third movie had a lot of filler. Gotcha. That's like you don't need this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you should watch Future Man. I don't know where you can watch it anymore. It was a Hulu original. Then Hulu sold the rights. Now it's not on Hulu anymore. <laughs> it's probably like Apple TV. I think it's like Showtime or something. Like oh, that. that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's but because someone has a login. I don't for even Apple know where TV. you watch Showtime shit. Yeah, now. no. Yeah. But Future Man, I think, was one of the most underrated shows because I that was like the comedy where he was uh, he went to the future. Yeah. Okay. And well, I should have yeah from the name alone. <laughs> yeah, from the name you should get to figure that out. But um, it, Seth Rogen produced like yeah yeah I remember he it was, was very very shit. funny. Um, yeah, there's this one scene where Josh Hutchinson fights himself naked. Okay. And like in his ultimate reality, his name's Jush, not Josh. Bah. <laughs> it's funny. It's very funny. I mean, it's it's funnier than it sounds. The other two characters are very funny as well. Um, okay. Because I wanted to watch it again recently, and it wasn't on Hulu. And I was like, wait, it's a Hulu original. Where was it? Where's it at? Gotcha. And I looked it up. I was like, this sucks. All right. Um, TV. Um, yeah. All right, Ahsoka. I get. I think we left off at episode seven and eight, right? No. The last two episodes. Yeah. No. yeah. The last episode. It's just a oh, finale. It's just a finale. It's just a finale we didn't cover. What'd you think about the finale? The finale happened the week of my wedding, so that'd been the first week we didn't. Gotcha. Record. Gotcha. Um, I liked it. I know a lot of people. Some people don't like it. Yeah, it was a big cliffhanger kind of thing. Are you Are you on team? That don't like it. Um. So, I think I'm going to take it for what it was, and it is a series of a continuing. You know, there's going to be more seasons of this. Mm-hmm. So I am fine with it. There's more Ahsoka and there's going to be more. I just don't know what they're going to do with Balin's story since yeah, the actor passed. There's a lot of loose ends, which I that's a lot of the criticism, and I agree. 
Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I, my biggest complaint is the Balin thing, but it's like not their fault. They didn't know he was going to die after they yeah, the story. Yeah. So I don't know how, what they're going to have to recast him, which is going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be unfortunate, but I, I still like everything that it teed up. Like I love seeing the statue of the father and mm-hmm. was it the son? I think it's just, was it just the father? I, so I feel like I saw somewhere as the son, but I didn't rewatch it. I don't remember there being one to one statue. Um, so I sent you, oh, what was that girl called? <coughs> so the mother, right? Yeah. So the theory is that like what he's searching for, the power that he's searching for is the, essentially the mother of that family from the clone wars. So you had the father, the son, the daughter, and the mother was on that planet. And so was the father, son and daughter. And she, became corrupted with power driving for power and immortality and the father like took the kids and skedaddled mm-hmm. and then left her there so kinda that's like, kind of like hell again left in hell yeah exactly so like that's kind of like the whole theory that that's who he's kind of like pursuing right now Balin's pursuing which i love that i love connecting at and i think with the father statue being at the end of his like scene there I think that's the route they're going to take. And there's a character in Legends with like a creepy smile. I remember seeing that. Like I think is yeah. I can't. Honestly, I would find the text message. I'm saying, but it's probably the, so far back that I think she's connected. Forever. The one in Legends I'm thinking of is connected to the Zephos. Yeah, it is connected to like the that. Zephos because there was Zepho um, hieroglyphic hieroglyphics on the pyramid tower thing that mm-hmm. Thrawn and them were on. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's a sick theory. I love it, and I hope it really, really pans out. I'm trying to find the uh, link I sent I sent you, or like the information I sent you about it whenever it first dropped. But um, I don't know. Anything? I mean, Ezra's being back, that's cool. It's kind of funny. Have a lift the mother? <laughs> yes. That's yes, about. that's it, yeah. Um, but I think it's funny how, like, throughout the entire season, it was just essentially a switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> and boom, scammer gets scammed. Yeah, it 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 sucks that Zabine and Ahsoka got left there, but like it is cool seeing Ezra obviously in a uh, a stormtrooper disguise because in mm-hmm. Rebels he always was seeing hair again. Yeah, uh, my two biggest complaints were no Zeb, no Zeb, and I don't know what's gonna happen with um what's it called with Balin. Yeah, those are my only two complaints coming out of it. No Zeb is egregious. It is egregious. Oh, there was multiple could, attempts you could have had him in there. You could easily put him in that one short scene at the end with Hera. Mm-hmm. Just have exactly. him come out with Chopper and Hera. Exactly. Exactly. Because I can see like the oh yeah, it's like so hard. Disney. To, you have so much money for it's so hard an extra to CGI him. thing. Uh, no, it's not. Just it's not. put him in there. Just put him. Just in throw there. him out there. It's been so easy to do. All you have to do is throw him in there. They literally had him in Mandalorian, but not not mm-hmm. this, which is essentially Rebel season six. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I also love the uh, uh, Sabine getting her force connecting with it. Yeah, that was great too. We we knew that was coming. That we knew it was coming. was coming. We knew it was coming. Episode two, whenever the, she was trying to move the cup, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It, and it looked like she was going to. And it's like, oh yeah, that's gonna come back. Yeah, yeah. She did the lightsaber, and then she ended up pushing Ezra, force pushing him, which is awesome because uh, Ezra and Kanan did that a lot. Oh yeah, they did. And that's how she knew it was like a thing to do. And mm-hmm. I also, I didn't like how quick it was, but I also liked how they did get Ezra his lightsaber and he just picked 
basically made canons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hugh Yang was like, yeah, there's actually two of those parts ever made. One was used in Kane and Jerry's lightsaber. Now you just randomly picked this one. So like that's pretty cool little like thing. And then Ezra's like, "Wait, you knew Kanan?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm like thousands of years old. And <laughs> I saw him make his first lightsaber when he's Caleb Dune. Like, that was a cool. That was a cool scene. Yeah, yeah. Ezra and Hugh. Yang. I, I saw a cool like uh, theory that Hugh Yang will eventually link up with uh, Bo Katan mm-hmm. and like the Mandalorian and that whole storyline. And fix the dark and saber. Fix the dark saber. That'd be sick. Yeah, because like he's the one. That would be around to actually construct the dark saber, whenever that original Mandalorian Jedi came about. Yeah. So I love that. I can see that coming to fruition as well. It's funny, Marshawn Lynch walking around saying sorry about the beast quake signs in New Orleans. Damn, that's a funny. All right. Anything else from Soka? Nope. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the Filoni stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take it over to Loki. Episodes one and two. Episode three is dropping tonight. Just dropped recording. 50 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to be talking about it because we didn't get a chance to watch it yet. But one and two, what'd you think? I like it a lot. You like it a lot? I like it a little. I'm, I am I mean, I think it's just right back to being Loki, being like it's its own cool, unique thing. And I like yeah, it. yeah. I, I had a little bit of a worry early on in episode two that it was going to just kind of be like a buddy cop show. I'm all for that. Yeah, but like the way they kind of did season one, I wanted more like the craziness, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like they're getting back into that towards the end of that episode. Like mm-hmm. it, it quickly turned around for me. I I don't want to count my chickens on it because I don't trust Marvel TV right now. But it's it's enjoyable and worth the watch for me. Yeah, I, I've not been disappointed yet. Um, yeah, episode one. It, I like how they got rid of the time glitching shit already. Yeah, yeah. Just they literally made like the, a big cliffhanger mm-hmm. last season where it's like they probably made that cliffhanger and said this is gonna be annoying to deal with. This is like mm-hmm. deal with it in episode one. And I like how both episodes are like fifty minutes each. Yeah, they're yeah. both longer episodes. Um, Ob is a great character. Yeah, there's some like w- comparisons I see that like he's gonna have a large role yeah. or like maybe he wrote some the like, trick role. And so I think definitely because he's one he wrote the manual for the TVA. Mm-hmm. To he, pro- I guarantee he's gonna come out that like, he made Miss Minutes or something. Yeah, because like they're comparing him because Ouroboros in North mythology is also like the yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. So they're saying there's gonna be some like big reveal with him yeah. by the end of the season. I I think if I put my money Try on it, like that, I think he's he's gonna be the one who made Miss Minutes. Yeah. And that just, I just saw that right now. So it's not like a thing I've been hearing or anything. <laughs> yeah. As you're talking, as soon as you said there's probably be something, I'm like, I don't know. He's probably going to make Miss or something. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree because one, he wrote the manual. I keep saying that, saying one point, but I think that's very important. Yeah, it is. He, one, he made the temporal loom, or he didn't make it, but he's like, knows how to control it. Mm-hmm. So I think the temporal loom was probably made back in the, the old flashbacks from the trailers. Yeah. Victor Timely in the post credit scene from uh, what movie is that? Yeah, that was the loom that uh, Kang was standing what, next time? to in that old Oh, Ant-Man. Timing. In the Ant-Man yeah. post credit scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, that's definitely the first temporal loom. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel like call. OB might be back from that time period. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a little very subtle, but you know how they they get their minds wiped every like couple like months in mm-hmm. the TVA. Yeah. But OB knew exactly when the last time Mobius was there. 400 some years ago true so it shows that he never gets his mind wiped yeah he kind of just does his own thing so i think he's gonna be very important do you think he's a villain 
I've heard one person say like, "What if he like he's gonna be like be a cool. loyalist, like a be cool. uh, he remains loyalist." Mm-hmm. But I also, but then, uh, someone else, I think it's on my mom's basement from a bar. So someone suggested that, and someone else pointed out, "There's no way in hell they'll make uh, Quee, whatever his name is, yeah, uh, a, a, villain. a villain because ever he's too likable. He is likable. He, yeah. he he's way too likable to be like make him a villain. It'd be so cool if they did it though. Crazy twist. I would so, not see it be, Like that would be like. Marvel TV's back. And then I also saw someone on uh, Twitter say, this, this sucks. I hope it's not. That uh, OB is probably going to die and be like the bing bong from oh, Inside man. Out. Like yeah. where he's going to get lost like, in time fuck. forever to save Loki and Mobius. That, yeah. Like he's going to fade away like bing bong did. That could happen. Because he he's just going to be like, oh, have fun. I'll see you. <laughs> Thanks for being my friend. I'll see you around. And no, we won't see you. And he's yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like yeah. He's he's so funny. He's yeah. like my new favorite character in the show. Yeah, he's good. I mean, we're all gonna die. Oh hi, nice to meet you. I'm okay. <laughs> Wait, you just B fifteen's like you said we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, anything else from Loki? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I Sylvie and. Being McDonald's, yeah, kind of cool, I guess. I wonder if she knows about the McFlurry machine and why it's always broken. I know. Maybe she knows the secrets. I do love how um, little detail. I guess nineteen eighty two. That's the year that Nuggets were invented. Mm. So if, when, if she's listening out, when he's listening out on, at that episode one, the post credit scene episode one, he's listening out all the menu items. Says, "Oh, we have the brand new chicken McNuggets." Oh wait, I forgot. There's a post credit scene in episode two. I didn't watch episode it. one. No, uh, uh, it was only episode one. one? No. Oh, okay. It's when she first gets at McDonald's before she gets a job there. Oh uh, yeah, she okay. said, I want, gotcha. uh, "What do you got?" And he that was where she was kind of like there. doing her like internal monologue, and like it was fading around, right? Yeah, and it's like in the background, okay, you're you, all the items. Menus, okay, and you, you hear him say the new chicken McNuggets. I missed that part like of him talking. Honestly, yeah. I was and, just kind of paying attention. Uh, someone, to her. someone on a breakdown said, "1982 is when the McNuggets were invented, or 1981 was." But do you think they're in Oklahoma? It probably took a year for him to get there. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. That was all that we really watched. But I watched some other things. Yeah. You. I'll let you cook for a little bit. I'll, I'll tune yeah, out. Yeah. So I'll tune out and let you cook. I'll start with Rick and Morty season seven premiered this past weekend on Sunday. Um, it wasn't my favorite episode, but the important thing for me is I didn't notice a change in the voice. That's great. I didn't notice at all. It wasn't like my favorite episode, but it was a like I did not notice the difference with That's Morty cool. or Rick, really. Morty a little bit, but not not Rick at all. And that Rick was the one I was worried about. Yeah, because Morty you can always chalk it up to mm-hmm. puberty or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can mm-hmm. they can rate it around it, but uh it was a big Mr. Poopy Butthole episode. I think I saw a clip mm-hmm. where he's like living with the Smiths. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like That's wasted. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he's he's kind of just like down on his luck, drunk, degenerate in the house, and they're like, "You got to get him out of here," mm-hmm. and then that's what starts the episode, really. Well, that's another Justin Rowland character. Mm-hmm. Did he sound the same? Sounded the same. Ooh wee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was good. Remember I'm... when Beth shot me? So <laughs> it yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then the other show I watched. This is one I love. Gen V. So it's the spinoff of The Boys, and it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think they're on. I think episode six airs tonight, and it's a bop, dude. It's like prime boys content. 
Yeah. So, I my mom's basement. Not mm-hmm. to just keep plugging other podcasts. Yeah. I listen to them for their like nerdy breakdowns, like yeah. episodes. And it's Robbie Fox and Clem from Barstool. Mm-hmm. And Clem said he likes Gen V better than Loki right now. I would agree. And Robbie's like, I don't know, man. Loki was so good last season. I'm still like giving the edge to Loki. Mm-hmm. But no, I would agree. I like Gen V more than Loki right now. Um, so all the, like you know the craziness, like you know, like you have the termite thing in season three of the boys. You have shit like that in this too. I mean, it's a bunch of soups in college. Mm. Do with that what you will. There's a crazy like you know. There's like a conspiracy. It's X Men First Class. Yeah, yeah. But for the boys' universe. And there's like a crazy like you know conspiracy. You know what's behind the curtain thing that we're trying to figure out. Um, they do some sick sequences with a character that's similar to like Black Noir with the cartoons, but they do it with Muppets. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are great. Like honestly, there's there's one character I don't really like. But the rest I love. What, what's her name? <laughs> is that, are they right? Uh, well, it's a guy girl character. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, it's like a character that can change genders, and they're like psychic or some shit. I don't know. I don't get that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like it. Like it was great casting wise because like they look like the exact same, just different gen, like a gender mm-hmm. swap version. Um, so that was good. But like, I just don't like the character themselves. They're kind of like you know complaining a lot. Like mm-hmm. the Luke Skywalker kind of syndrome. Um, I want to go to Tashi Station to pick the, up some power converter. Yeah, the main character, though, she's great. Her name's Marie Monroe. Um, Sid actually pointed that out to me. They mentioned her in The Boys Season 3. Really? When Huey's in the orphanage trying to get some dirt on the uh, head-busting lady. Oh, okay. He is, is looking at the... Yeah, he's looking at the computer, and you see like a list of all the soups that they're targeting. And her name popped up on that list. That's sweet. So she, so she has, like, blood powers. She can, like, control her blood. Oh. And, like, you know, use like turn it into, like, a spear. and So she can cut herself in, like, mm-hmm. like water bending. Yeah. Yeah, it's like blood bending. But not, like, mm-hmm. can she control people's blood? Probably. They haven't done that really yet, but they probably could. Yeah, they start pulling up blood bending. Then there's a bending. girl that can get small, like, ant, like, ant woman kind of thing. Yeah. Um... Then there's a guy who's like he has metal powers like Magneto, That's and sick. then this guy Golden Boy he's just like Human Torch. All right. And is there any other ones? I'm forgetting. Oh, and there's a girl that has like the this power of like manipulation, where she can like, like touch a, you and influence your like you to do something. Like a mixture of Mantis and uh, Buddy from Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Kilgrave, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I remembered that. Yeah, you pulled that out. I, I, so that was I a good, had zero idea, pull out. I just said Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. But no. it, I didn't think about Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. I just said it. But it's great. Uh, you have a bunch of cameos, like A-Train pops up in it. I was, I was just uh, about the to Deep ask if pops up in it. Okay, I was just going to ask if there was uh, The Deep. Mm-hmm. The deep. Well, it, so the A-Train and The Deeps, it's more like videos but it's like definitely new lines that they recorded for them you know what i mean like a, like a training video yeah kind of okay. like that in a way um soldier boy is gonna pop up soon really mm-hmm. Damn. um a couple of like the vot people you know they're in it like ashley okay she was in it she had a great line is uh gus fring no i haven't seen him yet 
Haven't seen him yet. It's crazy. He's in like mm-hmm. he's, he's in Breaking Bad, but then he just out of nowhere started being in every. Big he's in like fa- Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like all these video games too. Far Cry, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the boys, and is he? Was he in Marvel? Ooh. No. I feel like he was in Marvel or something. I don't think he was. If it was, it was a TV show. But I don't think I think I would remember that. He was in community. Fun fact, people forget about that. Oh, was he? He's uh early Pierce, or late Pierce's brother, it's a half brother. Uh okay. Remember the video game episode that's go down to the video game and to win his inheritance after oh, Pierce's dad dies? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then gotcha. he goes back again for the haunted house. It's the season that no one watched. Mm-hmm. The bad season, season four. Yeah. yeah. But uh so my favorite character right now is Emma. That's like the girl that gets small. She's just the vibe. Okay. She uh like she starts bang? out at, huh? Did you bang? Oh yeah. Um she she like starts out like where uh she's like the roommates of Marie Monroe and she like Marie comes into the college dorm. She's like it's she's like, Hey, you want a white claw? And Marie goes, It's nine AM And I was like, I like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like her, let's go. But yeah, I highly recommend it. Go check it out on Amazon on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, I'm in. I'm in on it. It sounds like for everything. It sounds like I love, like it. Yeah, yeah. It's right up. It, it, like if you like the boys, you like this. It's great. I do like the boys, obviously. And I'm wanting to watch. And like this. it's like it just... it's like just as good as the boys. I'd How say. many episodes? Uh, this will be episode six tonight, I believe. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll there'll probably it. be eight to ten range. I think. If there's ten, I'll catch up before the finale. If mm-hmm. it's eight, I'm not gonna catch up by then. Yeah. But... Yeah. Um, I'll start watching. Right, Charlie. See, he's just not going to talk. When we when we call on Charlie, he doesn't talk. I want his opinion. He's just being a tired dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the next thing I had, Invincible Season 2. We got the full trailer now. Um, Looks good. Mm-hmm. I need to watch. Uh, did you watch, watch the trailer? No, I watched the trailer. Uh, okay. I need to watch that, and I need to rewatch So we kind of see, like, the uh, fallout of the whole Omni-Man incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some teases to some villains. We see, like, the... Like kind of like a galactic society getting becoming aware of, uh, Earth, of like the Viltrumite on Earth, of Viltrumite presence on Earth. So like they're kind of like preemptively like trying to send people to stop it. But Seth Rogen's character is like, no way, he's good. Like you know, chill. Oh yeah, because he came like at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, right? and just like. But there's like I guess a doppelganger kind of character, Ooh. and I I'm assuming he's going to impersonate Invincible. Yeah, and, and do some fuck like shit. Bad. Yeah, and put him in a bad light. But looks great. They also kind of showcased uh, Omni Man for Mortal Kombat with that trailer being released. So that was kind of mm. cool too. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped for Invincible. I think that comes out like early November, so it's coming around the corner here. So I'm excited. And they also confirmed that they're pretty much wrapped up with season three. So like, we won't have a big break between season two and three. That's smart. I. Mm-hmm. We'll probably just have to wait till like mid for, to late next year for animation. I don't know why they most places most TV shows don't record multiple it's, seasons. It, dude, and like my thing is too is like you're only doing like what ten episodes, yeah, thirty minutes. Like and you can crank that out voice acting wise and like exactly that's that's my point. Like, animating it will mm-hmm. take a long time. Yeah, but if you if you have it all written out, yeah, you can have these actors in for a month mm-hmm. and crank out three seasons and then say okay. Do this season first, mm-hmm. then when you're done animating it, we'll send it out. Then yeah. as that one's premiering, 
you start animating the second one, and then when that's premiering, you that that gives you like six months between each. Which show. they have their whole script because it's all based off the graphic novel. Yeah, and like you can see, like you, you can like pretty much just write out what, everything you want to do. I don't know. I don't know why they don't speed up the process a little bit, but that's just my two cents. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um. Other thing I have for TV, Marvel announced that they have scrapped Daredevil Born Again and will rework the script. Not sure what to think on it, but I... So they're going to keep doing it. They're just not... Yeah, they're doing it. They're just reworking it. They delayed it. it. Yeah, they're kind of reassessing the TV shit. I did hear how they're going to redo... They're reassessing all the TV. Mm -hmm. Like, Foggy wants to, like... Like He wants to have, like, specific, like, showrunners for the TV and have them build, like, a, a storyboard outline for, like, a season... Yeah, you know, multiple seasons. Yeah, I, I, that's, that exact, that's exactly what I heard, too, where mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do limited series anymore. Yeah. yeah. He, he wants to have multiple seasons for every show. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what they're doing with Daredevil, so they're reworking the script. I don't think they filmed anything yet, so like it didn't really affect that aspect of it. Um, but I just hope it means She-Hulk won't be in Born Again. I'm fine <laughs> with her being in Born Again, as long as, like, I just, don't have the same writers because that show was bad. She was so good bad. at She-Hulk. She was good at She-Hulk. And she's exactly what She-Hulk needs to be. It's just that. Yeah, but I feel like the show is awful. I feel like I feel like the tone I want for the Daredevil series is a lot darker and edgier. And mm. as soon as she enters the picture, it changes that. Yeah. Because she naturally brings like that fourth wall breaking and comedy, you know, aspect. There really it. wasn't that much comedy in the Netflix series. Yeah, I well, I rewatched it whenever the mm-hmm. She Hulk came out. Yeah, and there, there's like little funny moments, foggy, but yeah, there's like in one liners in passing. They're yeah, and like, like if you bring She Hulk into that, it's just gonna the whole they're gonna try to, you know what I mean? And and you could see like in the other Netflix shows they did more funny stuff, and and, and that's why in Defenders it just really didn't work with Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I Daredevil's a great character. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, ever yeah. since the Netflix show, it's like he jumped up my list of favorite superheroes. Did, did you see Charlie Cox went to like a comic con dressed as Bluey? No. Like the dog show? Yeah. <laughs> He's dressed as Bluey. <laughs> Somebody funny. recognized him and got his picture and like it like blew up on social media a little I bit. Didn't. I, <laughs> I tried to sleep on my phone. Um, but that's all I have for TV though. Anything you want to toss in? No, but I'm trying to find my phone. Oh, I can't help you there. I can call you. Charlie's sleeping. He's looking at me like I was like, dude, why'd you wake me up? All right. Take it over to music. Since we last recorded, Drake dropped that album that I preemptively thought was dropping sooner. For all my dogs. For all the dogs. For all the dogs. Typical Drake album. Couple of bangers. Um, wait, let me pull up the jam. I, I f- listened to a single song from this. See, like, I think I was, like, going through the weeks as we were not recording. I was still adding shit to the playlist. At least I hope I was. <laughs> Um, wait, let me My brother's friend is probably back a uh, hat from the Drake store. Uh, He's in Toronto. Oh, I did add some songs. Okay, so we had we had a Pitbull song, Ooh. one of the weeks. Uh, it was it takes three. It takes three to make the thing go. Yeah, right. it was essentially that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is that. Uh, but the ones I really like from the new Drake album for all the dogs. 8 a.m. in Charlotte, just great bars. Just your standard Drake bars song. Um, what would Pluto do? Love the hook on it. Um, 
And then the big one, I think the hardest song from the song from the album is First Person Shooter featuring J. Cole. That's like the one you'll probably hear like when playoffs start, you know, they'll probably Mm -hmm. play samples from it and shit. You know, like that's like the amp up song. The rest. okay. Okay. Standard Drake album. I, I, it's yeah, not his best, so. but it's better than the recent shit, I'd say. That's good. I hated the last album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, Certified what? Loverboy? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad, yeah. This this one's a lot better than that. Okay. Um, The only other thing I have for jams, though, Fell in Love by Blink-182. That's what dropped last week. The whole, yeah, the whole EP. Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah. I didn't listen to it all then. Where's my phone? There's a good one <laughs> off that. <laughs> Fuck. <Bro. laughs> Wait, I can pull it up and Charlie's, just Charlie's on it. I can, silly dog. I can pull it up. Um, there's one about dancing that, that's awesome. So I figured off the EP. Um, uh, dance with me. Okay. Oh yeah, that was a bop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was good. That was that's good. a banger. All right. Um, when I'm teaching masturbation, I'm just like, have fun with it. But yeah, so that's your music for the week. We'll get, we'll get better with it next week. You know. uh, just keep an eye out for Kanye. Just saying. Oh, is he dropping something? Apparently he has an album done. I've heard and, some, and like... He, and he's going to drop it randomly. I don't know if it's TikTok or AI, but I keep hearing, like, these crazy verses from, like, new Kanye. It sounds sick. Yeah. Uh, apparently he has... So the big conspiracy theory is, you know how he's beast with Drake. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The big yeah. conspiracy theory is he was going to drop it mm. as soon as this album came out to try to, like, beat it. But it didn't also didn't happen. Okay. But okay. everywhere I'm reading is he has some, like someone close to Kanye said he has a complete album. He just doesn't know when he's gonna drop it yet. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna like randomly be like, "Hey, I'm doing one of those live concerts, yeah. live reveals like tomorrow okay. at this place. Be there." I fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. The the man likes Nazis, so I can't support him off the field. But like. On the field. On the field. Game recognized. I like Donda. I like a lot of songs yeah. on Donda. Like, I, I, I Junior, off the field Dale. issues with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it bad, but I, I like I, I like his music. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. With that, let's take it over to the closing statements. Yeah, hopefully on two chains lines. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think about that. Two chains line of the week. I do. Thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, Ken's brother's painting four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Give him a call if you need a paint job in the Pittsburgh area. You, whoa, bro, was just freaked out by that. I guess he doesn't like Ken's brother's painting. Um, check out Wildwood's Holiday uh, Bazaar. Yeah, November nineteenth. Uh, hit me up for more details. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Dairy J Sports. Um, post memes daily, as well as our other segments and stuff like that. Um, anything else I need to plug? Um, nah. All right, two chains line of the week. Oh yeah, go on YouTube and check out our uh, bachelor party trivia. Oh yeah, that was a good one. You probably listened to the episode a few weeks ago, but if you want to watch it, it's it's pretty funny to watch. You see everyone in the background doing shit. Yeah, just seeing you know drunk people. Yeah, it's funny. Doing um, stupid shit. Two chains line of the week. Fuck you, pay me. I I ain't be feeling like doing shit, but counting paper lately. True. 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 Hot dollar readers are back. <laughs> Alright, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. 
She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Baby, you could have been my lady Making me all hazy Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my friend